I think we're lined up. The camera looks. Does the camera look good? Does the camera look good? Yeah, let's get that a little bit more. A little bit more. There we go. Perfection. The uh, premium. There's got to be a premium. They call it the production premium. Yes, Google. I know a hangout is going away. I don't need to be reminded every fucking five seconds. Oh God, you fucking nerds! Look, I know you Silicon Valley nerds have nothing going on in life, and you think you'd like to have us updated about every possible fucking little change that's going on with the software or the operating system, but could you back the fuck off? It's already bad enough I got to click on these goddamn, ah, do you accept our cookies? Do you accept it? It, it is going to be like the Wild West. The internet is going to be remembered as the Wild West. We're going to remember the Napster days. We're going to remember before all you fucking assholes came in with your fucking rules and your fucking, this is long. Oh my God, this we have to do. It's like, it was great. We could go. We could kill the bad guys. Uh, we could be bad guys ourselves. Rob, we could go paying for gold. Uh, we could date Peggy Sue or or the, the gal in Bonanza, the redhead. Uh, Miss, was it Miss Kitty? Hang on. There's a bunch of... Uh, my plan again when I retire is I'm going to go do all the fun stuff I can now. And I'm postponing good TV till I'm old. But but all those westerns like Rawhide and Bonanza and all that... Uh, Bonanza show. Um, I'm going to save that for when I'm in the nursing home and I can't go nowhere. Then I'm watch Bonanza. I think Bonanza had Miss Kitty. And I think she was uh Bonanza was was that Gunsmoke? Bonanza is an American Western television series ran from 59 to 73, 14 seasons. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh longest running western of NBC. Behind CBS is Gunsmoke. Maybe Gunsmoke was the one with Miss Kitty. Oh, yeah, here we go, Miss Kitty. Hang on. Let's take a look. And I get no pictures. No pictures, Wikipedia. You know why, Wikipedia? Because you're a bunch of soy fucking leftists who don't like the female beauty in form. What's that like, ladies, if you're a leftist lady and no one acknowledges femininity or female beauty? We can't reckon because you might be objectified. Oh, my God, you might have female beauty. If you hate being female, go. Get the sex change operate. Just go be men like you're currently doing wonderfully now. Go, go become a uh, Megan kicky ball, poverty ball, Megan. <sighs> okay. All right. You know what? We'll just do an image search. God, what, what society is giving up forfeiting female beauty. Most beautiful thing in the world. Female beauty. Nope. Mm -mm, nope. Can't have none of that. Uh, Miss Kitty Bonanza. No. Gunsmoke. Amanda Blake. All right, now, now she was older by the time this ran. Uh, Gunsmoke ran a long time. Let's get Gunsmoke first. I'm sorry, I just want to know. This has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about later. <clears throat> Gunsmoke Wikipedia. And don't worry, Wikipedia, I know you're not going to show no pictures because heaven forbid we see a redhead Bordello S or Madam or whatever they call him. Gunsmoke, the TV series. Oh, ran from 52 to 61. Television, 55 to 75. Right? That's 20 years. So you can imagine the gal went in at like, you know, 25, came out 45. 
I want to see how well she ages. Did she become milfy? Did she become cougar-esque? Miss Kitty Gunsmoke before and after. Amanda Blake. I guess I guess we'll go images here. Oh, hey now. Okay, it's kind of what I was thinking. Well, these are all when she's a little older because it started black and white, so the younger ones. All right, here's a picture of her when she was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. Giggity. Look at that. She, you know who she looks like? She, a lot of you guys are listeners, you're friends of mine on Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, she looks a lot like Jessie Price, if you guys know her. The truest woman that ever lived in America today. The true Rosie the Riveter. God bless her. That's a real woman. She is a, a, a mechanic on oil rigs. And all you women with your pussy fucking worthless sociology degrees could go I eat a bag of dicks. That that's a real woman. That woman that woman in an in an hour farts out more GDP than you women with your liberal arts degrees do in an entire lifetime. So this gal looks a lot like her. So she was she was the creme de la creme. And then when she was older, here she is. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. She then she takes on kind of the 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 uh not the the worker drone. At the uh, bordello, she's the madam. She's definitely the madam. Oh, hey, here's one. She's up on the peak. Woo hoo! Hello, nurse. Now you kids are gonna get that reference. Yeah, she was a good-looking gal, and then by the time she left, she was more motherly. Oh, Amanda Blake. Let's go see what she was. Usually, you can see Amanda Blake. Oh, yeah. Now, did she actually have a mole, or is that one she just blotted on her face? It looks like a real mole. Now, there's one missing here. She had a mole. You guys can't see it, but she had a mole on all these pictures. Um, Kind of like Marilyn Monroe. So I don't know if she was doing that on purpose or trying to do the Marilyn Monroe thing. <clears throat> All right, how you guys doing? Um, we got to go through a lot of cleaning. A lot of cleaning to do. Um, so if you want, let me get through, make sure there's no super chats yet. Hold on to the super chats. All right, good, good. We don't have any super chats there. So we got to go through a bunch of fan mail. Um, the world is accelerating at the rate it communally takes a shit. The main one, even though it has been covered many times before, to show you, <clears throat> I, I thought it was fake. I didn't think it was real until all of a sudden uh, more legitimate news sources started publishing it. Because I'm like, they can't do it. Th there's no way. And it's going to be a test, people. It's going to be a test as to whether or not Western civilization, specifically men, and, and even though race will be mentioned in this, uh, race does not matter. It's going to see if you men out there, you Western men, regardless of your color, still have your fucking balls or not. This is going to test my team. Because if you boys, any of you, presumed conservatives, go see, I can see the pussy soy boy seeing this. I can see your leftist men going over there, jerking off with tweezers with their little uh, toothpick-sized dicks. Uh, but if any of you assholes go see this new James Bond, you hand in your man card. Hand in your fucking man card. It is actually true uh, from the Guardian because they're all, they had to bring in a, 
a wash and a clean crew because everyone jizzed their shorts at the Guardian when they heard this. Bond's number is up. Black female actor is the new 007. <clears throat> uh, Daniel Craig retains the title role, but 25th installment in franchise reveals code name has been reassigned to British actor Lashana Lynch. Uh, while Daniel Craig is set to reprise his role as James Bond in the next film, the franchise is set for a shakeup with reports claiming that black British actress, I'm saying actress because that's what she is, Lashana Lynch has been cast as 007. Taking over for Bond's secret agent number after his character leaves M6, MI6. This says M16. It's MI6, guys. Guardian, you're a fucking British publication, for God's fucking sake. The mail is quoted from an anonymous movie insider who says that the 25th film, uh, film opens with Bond, Craig retired in Jamaica, being called back to action to fight a new villain. Pivotal scene where M says, come on in, 007. And walks Lashana, who is black, beautiful, and what? No, she's not beautiful. Uh, she's not. She looks like a guy. Um, she's big boned. That's cute. That's cute. That's real cute. Um, the best thing about this, I can't give you a hundred percent guarantee or assurance as an economist, but the best thing about this is I, I'm 95% sure whoever's in charge, I forget who produces these movies, they are in for a rude awakening when no one goes sees this. Uh, usually you can rely on the overseas people who live in second and third world countries who, who will just eat whatever shit Americans produce in movies. Oh, you know, we'll go see the newest American movie because it's new, it's American. Um, but you want to play this diversity game on the Chinese, especially with someone who is established as a British. I'd get pissed if you had an American white guy play. He's, I was pissed that they had a blonde, uh, Daniel Craig. He has brown eyes. He has, he is tall, dark, and handsome. He's British. Go find a tall, dark, handsome British man with brown eyes and brown hair and have him play that character. But they're trying to, they're tr it's, it's like trying to get anal sex. They're like, just get the tip in. Oh, can we get away with this? Can we get, you know, you're not. You went too far. You went too far. And I can, I can guarantee you nobody except activists, people truly politically motivated are going to go see it. And it's too bad they, uh, they really should have kept this under wraps because then they could have gotcha. You know, like the first thing, oh, we gotcha. Oh, the double of seven is a black female powerful woman. I think there's other things about how James Bond comes onto her, which he would not, because I would not come on to that woman. And James Bond, a mythical character, might he be, would not come on to her. And she rejects him. And uh, okay, fine. Go for the female, go for the modern day female audience. Um, but this is going to bomb. You've, hey, we're going to have chocolate cake, but there's no chocolate or sugar in it. Hey, I'm going to make you a banana split sundae, but there's no banana in it. I came here to buy a car. Would you like a tricycle? No, I came here to buy a car. And if this actually, you see, I still don't believe, I still don't believe the Captain America, or not Captain America, Flatass, Captain Flatass, whatever her name was, uh, Captain Flatass. I do not believe for a second those, I don't, I don't. Uh, the no i really don't so unless they kind of juice up the numbers on this one in which case you start to wonder all right are you even a money-making operation or are you a political entity that's something you certainly have to ask of hollywood and whatever i don't know how is it the film is it the is it the 
producer? Is it the director? Is it what do they call it? Is it the not the film guild? What do they call it? The studio. Does the studio make the movie? Is the studio like a, a controlled entity that creates it? You guys go ahead. Whatever you go ahead. You're gonna lose your ass on this one. Just like the studio or the I know Sony made feminist Ghostbusters. Um, but one, I am 95% certain I can look at this. This is good news, guys. You're gonna see it's gonna be intellectually entertaining. It's gonna be intellectually engaging. You're gonna be like, I'm I'm curious to see this three-legged horse try and win a race. This will be very curious. Uh, so it will be interesting to see it bomb. But by God, if it doesn't, it is so telling of how effective brainwashing is. It is such a damning testament to how humans are utter fucking cattle and sheep. And you guys will do whatever the fuck people tell you to do. I I, I want to line up at the movie theaters and just because Minnesota is predominantly white. I just want to go see on opening night. I am. Maybe I'll do this. Is go see what number of cucks, true cuck, suburbanite white Minnesota males. And they are, it, to tell if it's a Minnesota male from a female, it's very difficult nowadays because the Minnesota white male is, is for all points and purposes a pussy. So it's, it's really, I'll have to kind of say, hey, can I look down your crotch? Oh, okay, you are a male. <laughs> I couldn't tell. But you are a Minnesota male, so you know. Oh, yes, I know. Thank you so much. They probably thank me. I'm just going to sit there and move. I'm like, see how many dopey, pasty, suburbanite white guys go see this shit. Because they were told to. Because they were fucking told to. Oh, and by the way, uh, non-white males uh, of the conservative, non-leftist persuasion, don't you go see this shit either. Don't you? We're all, we're all, we're all combined. We have the loyal or the royal order of the penis. We're combined by the blood oath of the penis, of the peni, the royal brotherhood of the peni. It's it's so repetitive. Oh, how edgy you are. I don't know. I have to even look up who the gal was. I know she's a hyphenated name gal. Oh, how edgy and how utterly uncreative you are. Wow, you changed a variable. Hey, Muriel the, the mermaid is, is black now. Wow, you guys really got nothing else. That's why I like Vox Day, where he did his own his own comic book. God bless him, because Lord knows the creative talent is not in Hollywood or or the mainstream media companies today. And I would love to again. Maybe that's what I gotta do. I gotta go get me a, a GoFundMe account to hire on an artist to do my comic book because it would be so freaking cool. It'd be so freaking cool. But I can't, I, I know, honestly, you, you can't just, oh, pay in equity because I'm not going to be a douche. It's like, no, here's your money and and draw the damn script. And I'll write, you draw the thing. Because let's be honest, the artists do the vast majority of the work. And so I'd want to be fair and just. But uh, me, you know, oh, the irony, the irony. I, who really makes the better artist? People who go to art school and go to film school and end up, oh, we're going to make this person a gay, trans, lesbian Guatemalan, but then, and then we'll make uh, uh, Thor. He'll be a, a Jewish, black, Hispanic guy in a wheelchair wielding a, a hammer and sickle. <laughs> I wonder if they'll get that. That's, that's, what the peop- that's what the creative people go to school for. The creative people. 
The people who are 17 are going to become an artist, the creative people. And you guys produce shit. And then the dumbass guy who goes and studies finance and economics and some accounting and math and all that, uh, I end up being become a ballroom dancer, an author, and now I'm going to become a comic book artist. Well, not the artist. Lord knows. Lord knows. Hey, I bet you. How much you want to bet Chad, me, and Athens could probably, if we put our mind to it, we'd become better painters than the vast majority of modern-day painters and shit. That's gone. Even designing my own damn house, I'm a better probably architect than most of the people out there. This is what I want. Well, what do you really you want? Yes, that's what I want. What about That's what I want. That's what daddy wants. Oh, yes, that's what daddy wants. Stop fucking asking me. Just do what I fucking tell you. And people are like, oh my goodness, look at that. That's what good. You you wrote a pre you're a good writer, really? Yeah, because the professionals flunked me out of seventh grade English. I wonder what they fucking know. Can't even call this move this. How is this a movie? How? Do you guys remember the 80s? Oh, Gen X boomer clear. Yeah, because times were actually way cooler back in the 80s. We had like really creative 80s was just like the golden era of movies. Truly creative new things. Well, well, Indiana Jones was 79, but you had other Indiana Jones movies. You had some Star Wars movies, Back to the Future, some uh, John Hughes films. Um, yeah, you'd actually want to go to the damn movies. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to do a study. I did do the study calculating... Um, Movie ticket sale, uh, movie sales, not ticket sales. The uh, finance, the the dollar amount of movie sales as a percentage GDP. But even then, that doesn't really test because prices could be inconsistent with inflation. Ticket prices. So what I really should do is look at ticket sales as a percentage of population. That's why I really should look at because I know. Uh, oh, we had this blockbuster and a lot of we we made billions of dollars. Yeah, but did you sell as many tickets? as a percentage of the population. And I'm betting my hypothesis, my uh, <clears throat> my suspicion, is that movie attendance has been going down. We'd have to do it in the United States. We can't do international. We'd have to do just the United States to make a statement about the culture. I bet you movie attendance is going down. And they'll, 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 they'll clamor or cling to whatever numbers make them look best or tell them the story they want to hear. But... I, by all means, studio people who are going to make the black female bond, by all means, go right. I didn't think they'd do it. I, they, they, what, what is the other guy, the, the black actor, Ibris? Um, some notable black actor in, in uh, Britain. I don't even think he wanted it. He, he's just like, whoa, hang on. <laughs> um, they didn't go with that. I'm like, okay, at least, you know, they're not going to make a white shaft. Well, we're going to make a white female shaft now, I guess, huh? And they, it's not, guys. I had, I had to have to put money on it. This is something I'd, I'd go get a significant sum of money. And you go right ahead, go right ahead, studio people. You make this happen. Uh, so there's that. Um, but we got to go through a bunch of crap here. We got. Uh, let's get through some fan mail here. Here we go. From Jose. Hello. I'm this guy who contacted you three years ago, and it was a video consult consultation I did for him about choosing the right degree and avoiding the liberal arts. 
and I've been accepted to a bunch of places for an electrical engineering and computer science degree. As I am waiting to transfer, I watched a vid and had the necessity to thank you for recommending people into engineering. At the time, I had no idea what to do, and your videos actually helped. I did so good in my physics class where I was getting 95 plus on exams where the average was around 45. Ah, you like DT. DT would blow the curve like that. That's awesome. See, it was your calling. It was your freaking calling. It was around 45 before the curve, even though in some cases I was only studying the day before the exam. That the physics professor told me to become a physicist, but since I don't know what I would be getting myself into, plus not having substantial financial support from my family, I will stick with engineering. Anyway, anyhow, I wrote this because I felt I had the duty. Dude, Jose, thank you very much. This is an older um, <clears throat> email. Oh, yeah, he's a Cuban immigrant. Oh, thank you so much, Jose. That helps. That, that means a lot. It's good to see. Because this is the the American dream. You know, you come from a foreign country. You don't go on fucking welfare. <laughs> the white people, they made it all bad. That's why I want to go live in the country the white people built. <laughs> I'm oppressed. That's why I came here. <laughs> in the other country where there were no white people, they were oppressing us over the sea. So I want to get closer. I want to get like the... <laughs> I want to get closer to where the white people are. No, he came here. He's kicking ass. That's great. That's great, man. It's good to see that. Um, this is a short run. Uh, hi, I'm from Indonesia. And nice to know that people like you keep it real and still here. Sorry for my bad grammar in English. My respect. Ramat Sahat. Uh, he's from Indonesia. So, well, thank you, Ramat. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Save these. These go into the archive. So while I am a quadriplegic sitting there in the nursing home watching Bonanza or Gunsmoke. I can read through my family like, I helped out a lot of people. Unlike teachers, I actually changed lives. Wouldn't it be great? My bunkmate is like, you know, a female uh, teacher who's dying as well. And then her hell on earth would be having, and you could do that because, see, we won't have sexes or genders anymore. I'd be like, you shock. You shuck. You didn't do nothing. I changed more lives than you did. You changed them for the worse. I changed them for the better. Let's read from Juan in 2018, 30 years ago. Dear Aaron, you're awesome. That's me, not you, you pussy little fuck. <clears throat> we will move that to archive. No, not archive book. Move that to book. Uh, Luis. By the way, while we're here, let's knock out a, pod, uh, a sponsor. Cafe Richese. See that? See how it's spelled? I don't know if it's focusing in. That's how you spell it. Um, Luis, he's he's the guy that does this. So go to caferichese.com, just like that, caferichese.com. Get some coffee. I had a way better thing of coffee. I have not broken into this. This is daybreak. I have not broken into the daybreak. Um, but he gave me four, and that – Soft city or city do or city. No, no, that was horrible. But the others have been good. So now I'm curious to break into this. Go to caferichese.com and get yourself some coffee. But this is from him as well. He's a sponsor and a fan. City choice, a choice city. That's what it was. That's what, yeah. Kim's Blend and I Heart Mondays were good. I have not broken into the daybreak. Uh, the ground for uh, French press. Ba da ba ba da ba. Where was your thing? 
Catfe Roches. Roches. Catfe. Oh, it's French. He's giving me the uh, the correct pronunciation. Cafe Roches. Roches. Oh, I see. It's it's not Richese. It's Roches. Roches. Okay. Cafe Roches. That's how it's pronounced. Well, where did his other email go? The crown. Did I delete it? I thought he sent a. Oh, here it is. Okay. <clears throat> I can delete that one. Also from Luis. Uh, Hiya, Cappy. I'm drunk and sad. Yesterday, Hollow Gilberto died. If you don't know who he was, he's the guy whose wife, Ostrid Gilberto, sang the song The Girl from Impanema in English, and that first version of the song sung in English. Joao Gilberto himself was quite a singer and composer. He was born in, I'm, I'm butchering all these Portuguese names, Juaziero Bahia State, my home state in Brazil. According to Antonio Carlos Tom Jobim, one of the writers of the song, he was the second best Brazilian composer of all times, implying that he, Tom Jobim, was the first. <laughs> I got to do that. I got to. Hey, God, I got to find someone I'm a colleague with. I said, you're the second best person I know. Uh, since you mentioned the girl from Impanema as well as the girl from, since you mentioned the girl from Impanema as well as the girl from Impanema, I thought it germane to relay this fact to you. By the way, Ostrid Gilberto is still alive. I'm not sure she can quite sing as she's almost 80. She's so old, she was born three months before the Germans overran France. Her dad was a Kraut, but her mom was a Brazilian. Ostrud was born in my hometown of Salvador, Bahia State, Brazil. Well, let's find out. Where, I'm kind of curious what it is. Atham, look this up with me. Salvador, Bahia State, Brazil. Where's that at? I had another client from Brazil. Well, I've had several clients from Brazil, but one client from Brazil lived in like this. He sent me the picture, and it looked heavenly. It's like a coastal town. And then he went to Rio and he's like, dude, Rio sucks. And I'm like, yeah, why would, why'd you leave the town that you, you came from? That town looked awesome. Where are we? Where's Rio? Oh, Rio south of you. Okay. Sao Paulo, there's Rio. So right on the coast. That looks like a nice place. It's in a, a bay, a port. Let's see what the images look like. No, Google, just do what I say, not what you think I want to do. Oh, yeah, look at that. Looks kind of like Italy. Huh. Looks nice. I'm sure the pictures are of all the nice parts. They're probably not going to take a picture of the crap parts. Yeah, it does kind of look uh, European. It's not bad. I don't think there's favelas in that town. Oh, wait, hang on. Here's the police with guns. Yeah, it still looks nice. All right, let's get back to that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I feel such pride, for lack of a better term, to hear a fellow Ceterapolitana, Ceterapolitano is a person you call from Salvador, singing about some Carioca chick. Carioca is what you call a person from Rio City. How did two Bahianos, that's what you call people from the state of Bahia, wind up in Rio? Hmm, I'm drunk. Did I mention that? 
In another vein of thought, how did people in the U.S. and Brazil go from Frank Sinatra, Stan Getz, and the girl from Impamina to Beatlemania and Light My Fire? Ugh, Louise. Um, it was called the Baby Boomers, and they were a spoiled generation, and they had no taste. Just like I was speculating that I would be a better artist, and I am a better dancer and ballroom dancer and uh, author than most people today who go to school for such things. Uh, so thank you there, Luis. He had a couple other, oh, something else about the girl. <clears throat> Joao Gilberto did the Portuguese language vocals. Oh, his wife Astrid did the English vocals and Stan Getz did the sax. And I think we have one more. No, that is it. That is it from Luis. Okay. Well, thank you, Luis. Brian T., I know you said, hey, you wanted me to just drink and smoke and do a podcast. I haven't gotten to it yet. Have not because I didn't have time in South Dakota. I did have time, but I needed to go and hike. Um, hang on. Just bear with me, guys. Like I said, this is this is the colon cleansing. We're doing a colon cleanse of asshole consulting. That's Nick. Rose sent me something on Jordan Peterson talking about how business degrees are worthless. They are. Um, this is from an anonymous. Hi, Aaron. Please keep this anonymous. This is so-and-so, a uh, uh, former client of Asshole Consulting in a different country. I don't have a question this time, but some good news as a result of your advice that I wanted to share with you. See, for $40, because prices have gone up, you got a question, you give it to me, look what happens. You're an immigrant, you're coming here, you're poor, you got the leftists all telling you the white people suck and you should go major in Latino studies, and that's how you're going to somehow save the world, and then you listen to old asshole consulting for 35 bucks, and I tell you to become an engineer, and you're going to make the six fix. And then... And then <laughs> Your your racial group's going to vote to take it away from you anyway. But hey, hey, at least we had some laughs. At least we had some six-fig laughs. Uh, but some good news and advice you said. I finished off a PhD as you suggested. You told me it would bring benefits, prestige, and other areas of my life. And you were right. You also told me to diversify my skill set into an applied area and that I will have to work from the bottom in the commercial wor world. I took your job hunting advice and found a uh, a good STEM position. I'm anonymizing it so it doesn't in a major metropolitan area in Europe after 10 months as a junior role. Given how naive I was entering the commercial world, I was amazed about how right you were about promoting the Pence rule. We got client, another sponsor here. Amazing how the sponsors run concurrent. The Pence principle, right? How not to lose your career because some kuanta ha 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 claimed you felt your booby in 1983 at a Reagan rally. Always hunting for a new position, not getting involved socially, etc. Things are going really well at the moment and is down to your advice via asshole consulting. Well, that I didn't come up with this book. This was written by Randall Bentwick. But I would give you the same advice that's in there. It, it's a dark book. It's really dark, but it, it, it scares you. It's like having a health scare. This is like having a career scare. Uh, yeah, man. It's uh, the Pence Principle. What else? Always hunting for a new position. That's the only way you get promoted. Not getting involved socially. You go to work. For work. You do not go to work for fun. Girls go to work for fun. Okay. They go there to socialize. Some guys are stupid and they do that. The dude bro 
Tiger, you do, bro. Uh, and then usually the you find out the the guy running the sales company is embezzling and can't pay you, and then he makes off with all the money, and then you're unemployed, dude, bro. Uh, you keep your head down. You get an invaluable skill. You go there to work. You don't go there to live. You work to live, not live to work. Best, and we keep them anonymous. So thank you very much. That goes into the memento thing there. All right, we're done with that group of emails. Let's go to the other one. Hang on. You know what? Let's check, make sure no one accidentally put super chats in. Oh, there it is. We got we got a super chat. See? Old Captain Smart to go in here and check check in on it. Quist Media 2020 for $2. I got a job in the trades because of you, Cappy. Thank you, love. Thank you very much. I know, I know her. I'm glad she I'm glad you got a job. I'm very happy you got a job. And she's a female, by the way, because you know I hate women. That's uh you can tell I hate women because I tell them what they don't want to hear. I tell them the truth. Oh, isn't that the isn't that the truth? Women love lies, hate truth. They love lies so much they'll they'll sleep with you if you tell them lies. That's how much they love lies. You tell them the truth, they're going to file a complaint. Noah Acosta, two dollars. So there won't be man talk in the new bond. <laughs> Probably the best. Look, okay. If you're TJ Martinell, you are misinformed about what the best Bond movie is and who the best Bond is. The correct answer, and he's young, you can understand. He just hit puberty last week. Uh, the correct answer is the best Bond movie is Goldfinger, and the best James Bond is obviously Sean Connery. Uh, just mathematical fact. But the best scene in all of Bond is Man Talk. Everybody can look it up on YouTube. Just search James Bond Man Talk. He goes in there on Miami Beach. Some girl's giving him a back rub. And Felix Leiter, who's his uh, American... No, it wasn't Felix. No, it was Felix. It was Felix. Felix comes in. He's the, he's the CIA buddy. So if the Americans need to find Bond, they send Felix in. And Felix goes, finds Bond. And um, Felix says, oh, I knew you'd be in good hands. And like, oh, Felix, hello. You know, like, Felix, this is Dink. Dink, this is Felix. He's like, hello. She's like, hi. You know, Felix, say hi. No, it was. Felix, say hi to Dink. Hello. Dink, say hi to Felix. Hi. Dink, say goodbye to Felix. She's like, why? And he turns around. He says, man talk. He spanks her in the ass. <laughs> and you know what? That is human nature. No matter how much you girls want to feel, you can say, oh, my God. You would have all guarantee every woman in that theater was laughing their ass off. You watch some of these old TV shows, um, The Saint, even Mission Impossible uh, in the 70s. There's a couple instances where the guys will, the woman's just getting lippy, you know, she's just getting lippy. And they, they either distract her or, you know, they just kind of spank her a little bit and like, get out of here. Uh, so, <clears throat> yes, everyone watched uh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger is one of those movies, like if you're a kid, you know kind of what's going on. You, you, you like the movie. But it's not until you're an adult do you realize, one, how well it's done, but two, how brilliant the bad guy's uh, uh, plan is. A lot of the James Bond villains, I will build a super ray and it will take out the, the world or something something cheesy. I will get diamonds and I will make a satellite and it will take out the world. But the Goldfinger was actually a really 
clever one. Non-stop, stop trade for 360. What franchise do you think will be ruined next? Um, has to be masculine. Stallone won't let Rambo go because he's directing it. Um, I think they're going to really butcher going forward uh, the Marvel ones now that uh, you know Tony Stark that that generation is dead and over plus the actors are getting old they probably want to retire <clears throat> they're going to have what I saw happen to the uh, X-Men we're just going to get some randos actors coming in like hey yeah you're Nightcrawler hey you're Storm and hey you're this and it's it's going to be the Burger King's Kids Club I don't know if that's really going to ruin it because at least they're doing new mutants so there's that. Uh, what is what's truly a Western civilization treasure on the theater? What would Indiana Jones? He'll he'll be dead. Oh, who who knows? Maybe, don't put it past him. We've ruined Star Wars. They've ruined James Bond. I think the forget there was no real. Uh, politics under daniel craig's james bonds as of recent or as of yet this new one obviously is but that i just those movies were horrible horrible james bond by themselves oh people are saying batman oh john wick wick is too new they can't they can't oh wait you know what they won't stop him it's one thing i don't get i was logging in and they did this. There was a video up called Ben Affleck as Batman 2013 to 2016. And now there's like another Spider-Man movie coming out. They don't wait at all to reboot something nowadays. They don't give it like, like a pass. Like if you watch, um, oh, if you have a remake, usually it was from the black and white era. They'd give it three decades and kind of do it like, uh, uh, what was the one? Ocean's Eleven. That was a remake where 30 years later they did it. Now, well, it's been 20 minutes. We should have a new Spider-Man, a new, new actor. Well, it's been 40 minutes. We need a new Batman actor. And and they no one's beaten Michael Keaton. Nobody. Christian Bale was all right until it got all. I like kind of more the campy Batman. Of which the old 60s Batman TV show I will be watching in the nursing home as I harass my female retired teacher roommate. Um, yeah, Coke Bed says Die Hard reboot. They might just have a female Die Hard. And who's going to watch it? it? What's that like? You got to think, okay, let's say it is true that uh, Captain Flatass. What was that? I know her name, Carol Danvers. I know the character name. Why can't I remember Captain Marvel? Thank you, Captain Marvel. Did they really go see Captain Marvel because they wanted to? Did people really go, the people that did go see Feminist Ghostbusters, did they go see it because they wanted to or because they had to? And then soon movies are going to become like a church where you have to go to the sermon. You have to to show that you're having support to watch a real like I'm going to eat this shit sandwich to prove that the shit sandwich is superior. I'm going to go to the Walker Art Museum and like, you know, sniff my own farts and act like this is real art, even though the art is so shitty, it's raping my eyes. There was hang on. <laughs> We'll we'll get to the cleaning out. Hang on, I gotta find it. Um, 
Rosa Parks play cyborgs. Let me tell you how bored I get. I mean, I'm I'm at the edge. I don't know if you guys remember the Voltron uh, cartoon, but Voltron gets to the edge of the universe, has to go back because there's nothing else. It's kind of like that. Like, "Ah, I got to find something to do. And, um, what I end up doing is going online. I'll go through meetup. And then there's like the city pages. Every major metropolitan area has like the, it's just a Marxist piece of shit paper. And the only way they make money. Well, the only way they used to make money in the olden days was that it was called back pages. I don't know if it was the same thing in different towns, but it was basically the escort prostitute, um, the ads on the back. If you want to escort a prostitute, that's how they made the money. Uh, then that provided money for a bunch of worthless people who couldn't write to make believe they were journalists. Um, and ours was called City Pages. Chicago's called the Chicago Reader. Um, if you want to look at the future of nobodies, just go look through, you know, uh, who the writing staff is today. They won't amount to anything down the road. Uh, but also in there is like their events section. This is pre-internet. You go there. And so I went online to find um, something going on and Minnesota, hang on. I went online to find something. I'm just going through it. And there is a play out there about Rosa Parks where she comes back as three female cyborgs. (laughs) I'm not joking. Some fucking dope wrote a play about Rosa Parks who comes back into the future because you know from the olden Rosa Parks was quite some time ago as three female cyborgs to discuss what would you discuss something cool like finding communists or saving the world no to discuss sexism racism I mean I mean just it's and I guess it was a part of this lost play um theater like they find all these lost plays and they try. No, it has to include cyborgs. Please include cyborg. See, Google. Okay, fuck Google. I'm going to do Bing. We know you typed that in and wanted to find something associated with it, but we're going to take it out. Rosa Parks play cyborgs. Oh, come on. Maybe the website, it's so obscure. Uh, Minnesota. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it because it was so stupid. Let's try meetup. Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, Wikipedia. Now, it was that bad. so yeah it uh imagine having to sit through that imagine you're such a feminist and you're into race like your career your religion your religion is the isms it's the environmentalisms the feminisms the racisms the cross-sectionalities that you just don't go see a good flick at the drive-in you know like on on classic night where you get ah it's classic night at the drive-in we get to see uh, Casablanca, and we get to see the Guns of Navarone, and then we get to see Indiana Jones. Who doesn't like those movies? No, you gotta, you gotta, you're like, you're like the kids whose parents are vegans and you can't get a Big Mac. <laughs> but it's self inflicted. 
You deny yourself anything excellent or good in life because you're such a worthless, shitty, inferior person who majored in worthless, lazy slop. You condemn yourself to act like you're interested in other people's shitty work within your industry. What is that fucking like? I don't know if you guys remember uh, Eddie Murphy. I think, was it Raw? Where he's talking about how the kids in the neighborhood, we got McDonald's. And he's like, I got the damn house, burger. I'm on McDonald's. Ain't none of you get McDonald's. You get your fucking tofu bark sprout salad. And you go watch the play about Rosa Park coming back as a cyborg by three different ladies to talk about what? What you've been talking about since you were 18 years old and you never got out of the fucking echo chamber since. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what they might go after? People are still speculating what the next victim is going to be. Because it was so successful, I would not doubt it if they try and take Cowboy Bebop and remake it. The problem is they're not going to find any Japanese artists who want to do it because the Japanese actually protect their work. They're like, no, they're not, they're not into this. Oh, well, men are females, females are men, men, and we can, we can interchange. No, no, no. Spike Spiegel, maybe Jewish. We don't know. Uh, he, he's a, a tall white dude. Maybe Jewish. We don't know again. Spiegel. Um, and he that's what he did. That's that's what he, he Spike Spiegel. He will forever. And the Japanese are going to make it a, a, a Hispanic woman who's fat. Like, oh, G.I. Joe. Didn't they make like one of the they got rid of snake eyes and they replaced him with this fat, overweight lesbian. <laughs> Anything to avoid real world. Right, guys. Any anything to like create the fake environment that you guys are actually normal, if not superior than people who go work out and have a skill or a trade. Right. Oh, <clears throat> let me see here. Let's get back to the thing. Um, from Joey, this is not a video consulting, a consult consultation request. This is more of a cappy appreciation email. Greetings, asshole. I'm a 22 year old from a state. I love your channel and feel like I know you on a personal level. I've read your books, worthless batch of pad economics and reconnaissance mad. I graduated from, he put from, and he's using paragraphs, so you know he has an IQ over 100, from North Carolina State with a 4.0 GPA, my degree in accounting and MIS. There we go, bravo. I'm currently doing my master's in accounting and planning to get my CPA. After doing an internship in IT audit at a place, uh, I have a job lined up with them and will start in the summer of 2020. So that's uh, that's a year from now. I've always wanted to live in this state and confirm that I would be there after reading Reconnaissance Man. I also have no debt thanks to a large scholarship, and my starting salary would be $58,000 with a possible $8,000 CPA bonus. I'm hoping to retire very early. I have always been perfectly content spending most of my time by myself and enjoy playing video games, going to the gym, running, listening to your channel, and hanging out with my small circle of friends. I wouldn't consider myself to be socially awkward and don't struggle talking to others. I just tire of people easily. I also have never had much interest in dating or hooking up with the girls. I think oh, I think I remember this one to me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I switched from a worthless degree supply chain management. Me and Chad went through this one before, but it's worth reading it again. To a marketable degree, I have realized that society is full of lies, materialism, and worthless inferior dipshit people that are parasites to the contributors of society. Also realized from your channel that being an introvert is not a bad thing. Absolutely not. I, I do, guys. I so envy you introverts. 
all the fact you can you can sit there and just be by yourself and perfectly happy it drives me fucking nuts because I am by myself all the time. Technically, I guess I would be an introvert because that's how I spend most of my time. But to be content with it is another thing. Considering how society always shits on introverts to say that you should go to noisy bars and nightclubs filled with normies and conformies. I will sit back and enjoy my bachelor life debt-free and low stress and enjoy the decline as it slowly crumbles through the hands of Ocasio-Cortez. Your channel is truly life-changing. I feel like I needed to share with you how it has improved my life. Thank you for all you do. I wish you... I wish more people would listen to your advice. Yeah, but they're not going to. It, it's, we, we've talked about this before. Best Joey. Thank you, Joey. Yeah, uh, people are not going to listen to it in my advice. Thank God they don't. Could you imagine what would happen if everyone did? Aside from me being successfully wealthy and healthy and rich and society going down the right channel, you guys would actually have to work hard. I mean, you guys got to work hard now. <clears throat> but if everybody flooded the market with CPAs and engineers, don't. Yes. The world would be much better off without stupid, lazy, leftist, parasitical people. But don't discount the benefits that they do play. There are some benefits. Like, do you want to, like, always go and serve your own coffee? Do you, uh, people who run restaurants, do you want to run a restaurant? Talk about dumb people, right? I'm not saying everybody who runs a restaurant is dumb. I'm not saying there's successful people that run restaurants. But most people, like 85 90% of people who run restaurants, are not smart enough to run the restaurant. That's why 90% of the businesses go under. And if you think I'm being mean and hurting people's feelings, um, I'm trying to save you dumbasses from being a, a lifetime of poverty because I've seen it working in banking. You dumbasses will cash in your IRAs, go into debt borrow for people, and just ruin your fucking lives. All right? That's 90% of you restaurant owners. But <clears throat> for those of us who are smarter than restaurant owners, be happy they do that. Because they flood the market. Like to eat out is actually cheap. It's actually cheap. I think you go to an expensive restaurant, it's not. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, if you want to go to like this dive bar or this little uh, greasy joint, or someone has like this cute little, I'm going to serve biscotti and espresso and little sandwiches. Yeah, she's doing you a favor. She is subsidizing the cost of your food and your dining experience. They are serving, they are bringing you four subsidized prices. She's, she's going into debt for you. You should be thankful for those people. The people who, you know, world needs ditch diggers too. Be happy. What happened if everybody had, you know, IQ of 130? Well, I mean, we can't, world can't just live on a bunch of engineers. Be very, well, maybe we just build the robots by this time. <laughs> the robots would be taking care of everything. Oh, God. And then what would we do? We'd all be studying physics, trying to figure out who God is, where God is, what is God, what is the point and purpose, extending our lives. So yeah, that, that's, all, that's all the race. That's all the human race is. Figure out why we're here. Where are we going? Where were we from? That's all we're trying. That's what we should be trying. Now most people, they just want to sit there and watch uh, uh, what, what do poor, stupid people watch. Um, What's his name? What's the daily talk show, the drama talk show? Guy from Chicago, what's his name? Oh, for God's sake, I can't remember. What is his name? Maury Povich, that's it. That kind of shit. The girls that watch the talk and the view. Oh, oh. Why? Why are you just air consumers? What? 
Eh, never mind the deep philosophical questions. Why are we here? What should I be doing? In the meantime, since we're not going to get to Alpha Centauri and extend our lives into, into forever, maybe I should appreciate the people around. No, I'm going to go watch what old hag Osby Osborne's wife is saying. <laughs> watch my soaps. Oh, God. Why? Put a, just end it. Just and is that really happy? Is that what makes you happy? Watching daytime TV. Then I mean, I remember when I was a kid, you'd fake getting sick because school sucked, and then arguably the only thing worse than worse than school was daytime TV, where you had to act like you were sick, and then the cartoons would end, and then oh my god, just tonight on Judge Wapner. Oh, you started feeling sick and ill. You could see you didn't know it at the time, but your brain was starting to decay. Brain cells starting to commit suicide. I can't take it anymore. But then there's some people. <laughs> like you got to be, you have to have the intellect. To watch that and not want to kill yourself. You have to have the intellect of like a seven-year-old child who thinks that professional wrestling is real. You got to really like to think uh, like porn stars or not porn stars. Uh, what's the one? Oh, what the hell was the uh, storage wars? To think that's not staged, you got to have like a seven-year-old mentality to believe that's real. That's actually ha- which I did because I was seven. But then you know what? You grow up and your brain evolves. But apparently not. Apparently, millions every day watch daytime TV. Think, oh, that guy was sleeping with this girl. Is that the daddy? He's not. Thank God. Thinking that's legit. Someone was telling me the young and the restless. That's still on. The young, hang on, the young and the restless. How long has that been? That's been running longer than bananas. I remember that being out when I was a little kid getting babysat. The young and the restless. 83% of the people like this show. Huh, no, no black people. It's all white people. Oh, there's a Latina. Okay. First episode date, 1973. The Newmans and the Abbots represent Genoa City's upper class. Powerful businessman Victor Newman runs Newman Enterprises and has never stopped loving his former flame and wife, Nikki Reed Newman. Jack Abbott and his sister Ashley are closely connected with the Newman family. 1973. It's two years older than me. Oh, Jesus, it's in other countries. Oh, why don't we just export Ebola, for God's sake? Oh, Japan, Canada, Hungary, United Kingdom, Australia, France, Serbia, Argentina, India, Italy, Belgium. Oh, oh, shame. Oh, God, shame on all of you. India, oh, come on, India, India. Oh. Do we have bigger problems to worry in India, Chile? Oh, this is a list of uh, by episode count. I'm sorry. Okay, I thought this was this is just the longest running shows. I want a Young and the Restless. Where's Wikipedia? I clicked on the wrong link. Young and the Restless. First broadcast March 26, nineteen seventy three. Originally broadcast as half-hour episodes five times a week. The show expanded into one-hour episodes February 4th, 1980. Oh, that's probably why it even became more painful. Well, it was five at the time. 
In 2006, the series began airing Encore episode weeknights on SoapNet until 2013 when it moved to TVGN, now Pop. As of the 2013, Pop still airs the Encore episodes on weeknights, syndicated internationally. Two core families, 10 Emmy daytime, outstanding dramas. Oh, oh, why? How... How could you watch the damn TV show? This is where Piggin and I are going to differ. Let's say standard woman, you know, traditional woman's life. You raise your kid. Wouldn't you want to spend time with your kids instead of watching the damn TV show? I mean, isn't the kids a little bit more interested? Okay, fine. They take a nap, see what's on the weather or something like that. Or read a book. Honest to God, it's even. I'd even recommend reading a book over this. But then the kids go off to co- go off to school, right? They're going to it. Well, maybe now you go to school. Maybe now you get a job. Anything is better than this. See, according to Piggott, women should just be there as breeders. And then once you have the kids, to hell with it. You just sit. You sit in your basement. <laughs> you sit there staring at the wall. He didn't say that. I'm putting words in his mouth. I just want to know what, what I'd be here. Here's a, a counter challenge to Mr. Piggott because he gave me a challenge to defend why I'm for women going to college, you know, after they have kids, because that makes the most time chronological sense. What are women supposed to do when the kids go off to school? I mean, what you can't, you can't just sit there. Your brain is going to, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe based on fiction in Genoa city, Wisconsin. I didn't know it was based in Wisconsin. I'm just kind of curious what are women supply, but maybe apparently I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe the masses, the cows, the cattle want to just sit here and fantasize about Genoa city, Wisconsin, where the, who are the two, the foster family and the Baldwin Fishers come. Oh, the Newmans, the fosters and the Newmans. Oh, those Newman bastards. Don't get me started. Uh, bada, 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 best joy. Thank you, joy. That will go into the, Archive of mementos. Let's move that. Move to. Book, book advertisers. Where's mementos? I don't have mementos. I just got book. What's this? Lingering clients. I have a link. Oh, my. Look at all these folders I got. Got a Wyoming folder. What's in my Wyoming folder? Maybe I was moving out there. Ba 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 ba. Assholes. Let's put it in there. Um, <clears throat> from a colleague of mine, a Canadian agent in the field. Hey man, long time since we spoke. This post really hit home. He's talking about the the article I wrote, the crushing and depressing reality of our team. Uh, I remember the first time I read "Enjoy the Decline." I kind of thought there was a way out the pendulum would finally swing and people would finally figure out how fucked up society is and start making changes for the better to stick with it. Because when things get better, I'll be in way better shape financially, emotionally take advantage of the new improved society. (laughs) Also the fact I have kids is a big motivation to keep trying to grow and help get free of the mess. My optimism is slowly dying day after day. Maybe it is an age thing as 
now I'm 35 and realizing that nothing has changed for the better and things are still getting worse five years after reading Enjoy the Decline. Realizing more and more how short life is, I'm at the breaking point. I'm guessing similar to the point you were during the summer of fuck you. Yeah, that's a great, I think that's the, the first. Uh... That's Was that the first chapter in the book? I agree with you that there are less and less people I can relate with, and it's a daily struggle to give a shit about anything. Yep. Thankfully, my wife is reasonably pilled, so we can still have meaningful conversations. It's about all that's left. Really, the only part of my days right now I enjoy are raising my kids and seeing how quickly they understand the truth when I explain to them facts versus brainwashing and mentioning a younger worker that is 30 and seeing how quickly he became unbrainwashed after only a few discussions. Well, that's he listened. That's the hard part is getting someone to listen because they know so much because they have their doctorate. What was it? Walter E. Williams had a quote out there saying previous to college, people knew they were stupid because of their position in society. But now you have truly stupid people with degrees that prevent them from realizing they're stupid, which condemns them to a life of hell. Not really sure why I felt compelled to write you this, but maybe just to say thanks for always speaking the truth and thanks to, for sharing your life experiences and writing, which describe how I feel in words so that I feel like I'm not the only one left that feels like this and has been through this. Not sure if you have any travel plans or meetup plans, but have some extra time available. Now the kids are getting older and more independent. Yeah. I would like to come visit. Um, but yeah, man, I, I look as I'm getting older, I'm realizing the only thing of value in society, aside from other human beings, but for a personal level is sanity to at least understand what's going on. That's why I wrote the article, Sanity is the Future of Wealth, which you can find if you become a Patreon member going to patreon.com slash Aaron Clary, of which you also get access to the pinups of the lovely Mary Jo. Um, but on a more serious note, although Mary Jo's tits are pretty serious, um, they're nice. They're really nice. Uh, where was it going? Oh, yeah. Uh, sanity is about the only thing because we live in a democracy. The masses or the mob is starting to win. People are instinctually by nature na uh, lazy. Um, and there's just so few interesting, but more importantly, intellectually honest people that your team, this is why I wrote the article about, there, there's, there's no team. There really is no team. Even the people you think that you're on your team because they have the right politics or they say the right thing or they're with the same religion. <clears throat> the actual number of people who honor their word and do what they say they're going to do is depressingly small. Um, and that's why I wrote the article. I mean, there's been, you know, I always learn a new epiphany every year, but the two new epiphanies I learned this year were you really can't save anyone. Uh, and that wasn't even the lesson. The lesson was to not let it bother you that loved ones are going to suffer because you could never have stopped it anyway. <clears throat> um, the other thing is that I'd say less than 10% of the people that quote you think are on your team actually are um you know i'm a conservative i'm gonna learn to train to shoot my gun and do self-defense so that i can survive in a post-apocalyptic world nope those republicans those conservatives are gonna die just as quick as the city slicker liberals um i'm a hard-working libertarian and i believe in entrepreneurship and game but they live at home with their parents or live off the government check or, or disability the number of people who, and, and the, what inspired this post was predominantly political, but the number of people that I see on, on simply not leftist politics, because it covers a wider array, 
most of them just join it for religious purposes. You know, 95% of the Christians really aren't Christians. They're just people who want to show up and have fellowship, which I found hilarious when I talked about podcast pastor. Everyone's like, we need fellowship. We need to be around people. It's like, no, actually you don't. I mean, it's nice that that's a fringe benefit, but it really should be the word of God. You know, don't you think so? Most people go to church or mosque or synagogue or wherever to meet other chicks. People don't go to meetups because they want to learn to hang glide or because they want to play volleyball. They go there so they can find somebody. It's it's a facade. It's a it's a ruse. <clears throat> and then as the sustainability of the economy and standards of living and life, our society, the fabric of society starts to just decay in front of you. I'm like, oh, we are going to need a team. <laughs> and you look at your team and there are, there's no team. There's no team. Oh, and, you, and it's not necessarily even politics. We saw that happen in the red pill, a bunch of these wannabe posers uh, setting up seminars and all that. And then they disinvite like the main guys who went through it in trials and tribulations. Like what? Oh, it's just to make money for you, isn't it? Oh, okay. Which I'm all, f- I'm all for making of the money, but if I'm going to be telling truth, I like to, well, yeah, here's, I told you I was going to get you a, a car, not a sit, a shit sandwich. Here's your car. Kind of want to do that. Um, Yeah. And, and then it's kind of, because then, then why, what, what, what the fuck do I have to for? What, what moral thing? And all it is, is basically, as far as I can tell, is your loved one. So you got your wife, you got your children. So that's good. I don't even have that. Uh, but it's yourself, which is an incredibly boring life. <clears throat> the very few people you love. Uh, and then just to have a, a hedonism, frankly. I mean, I try, I'm going to have as much fun as I possibly can and die. That's it. For the least amount of work possible. I am eternally thankful that this is my job because I don't think I could have lasted much longer working in banking because of the insanity. I mean, this is still work. Don't get me wrong, but I am, I am eternally, I could even describe how thankful I am for having this, but it doesn't change the fact that once this podcast is done, guys, once you guys are done listening to it, uh, we're all going to go, you know, we'll get our day, our day, our Monday will be done. We'll, you know, I'll commute back home and I'll kind of hit the gym and it'll be five o'clock for some of us, six o'clock for some of us or so somewhere, everywhere. It's going to be five or six o'clock. And then, then our duties will be done. And then it's going to be what giving life reason to live purpose and, and, and goal what reason to live will we have to fill our evening with? And I'm going to go online. I'm going to look at meetup groups, and it's going to be a fucking play about robotic cyborg Rosa Parks that come into the future to talk about fucking feminism race. <laughs> and then I then then I can look at fat, ugly women. Uh, uh, you know, love the girlfriend and all that. But you know, every once in a while, you'd like to see some pretty architecture. Nope, my eyes are going to be continued to be raped with pierced, ugly, disgusting people, limp-wristed men. Uh, the people of Walmart, traffic if I avoid it, buildings and architecture that are hideous. I mean, it, it's hard, man. It's hard. I mean, it's not like, yeah, we belong to America. We saved the world from communism and Nazism. Hooray for us. Let's go have fun and look at people dress sexy and go out and date. Nope. Nope. What's on Netflix? We got anything on Amazon Prime? I'm going to go run, get those endorphins up.
hey, maybe we can go to yet another restaurant that serves the same kind of food as the other one we went to. And it'll keep our minds occupied for like an hour. <laughs> that's it. That's life. There you go. If you're doing it right, that's how you won. You can tell you're winning at life when you're so fucking bored because there's no goddamn peers. Or at least there's not a critical mass of peers. And the only way you could find intellectual stimulation and some genuine peers is over the goddamn internet where you're like, God, oh my. I mean, <clears throat> uh, not to give these guys compliments because they're totally not worthy of compliments and I don't like them. But Atham and Chad, I love busting each other's balls up over. That's it. That's all we got. Picking on Marcus Brown. I didn't even pick it. Just watching Marcus Brown and Vince put up some badass memes. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. Because, you know, there's not a critical mass of people. Not everyone went through those hard times like those guys did to turn out to be the classical, truly accomplished individuals and characters that they are. So they have a personality and appreciate it and an intellect you could appreciate and, and cherish. I, If anything, <clears throat> what I've learned, again, a handful of things I learned now in my old, old age is you don't have the energy or the reserves of happiness or stability or serenity to try to find, to keep searching. Cause that just makes you more depressed. Not only do you get, do you not succeed cause it's not out there, but then you get sad and depressed and you also tax yourself unnecessarily. You, you, you just gotta like save it for your kids, save it for your wife. Oh, it'd be great to find a group of people. I've looked at like Kiwanis or Lions, but it's just a drinking group. Um, yeah, and, and then I'll tell you this. You could join those clubs. They're not exactly smart either. It's not guaranteed it's going to be a Mensa group. You can even join Mensa, but that doesn't mean they're going to be interesting people either. Larry, your sound is off. How long has it been off? Uh, just for like a minute. Oh. All right, that's good. Um, I didn't miss anything. i just going through the emails here. Bear with me. Thanks for catching me on that. Yeah, no problem. Do you want me to come in later or are you still... Uh... Oh, no, we're, we're, I'm, uh, we're coming up on the last bits of uh, things. Here's ones for you. You like taxes, right? No, nah, I'm sick of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, we only got like two more fan mails. And I got a bunch of articles we can go through. Uh, Captain, I did my mother's taxes this year, and she had an emergency surgery. 
She was a widow on social security with a small side business doing upholstery. I filled out more forms for her than for my own family's taxes. And Ohio has a school tax. Another form uh, will keep him anonymous. He's a local guy, but he, um, He's talking about Ohio income taxes, the local income taxes, which I complained about before. Ohio is one of my least favorite states to do tax returns for because of that stupid local tax. I hate Ohio. <laughs> can, can you just refuse to do it? Well, I mean, I don't want to do that because some people, I have consultants that work in a bunch of different states. So, you know, they have to occasionally do several state returns. And, you know, Ohio is one that just blows. So I... I, I Go ahead. Oh, I was just, what were they saying about that? They filled out so many forms or? They filled out more forms for that one person, uh, even though they have like an estate and an LLC or whatever, like it, the Ohio taxes just suck because of all the forms you have to fill out. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. Um, glad I don't live there. Yeah. No, Glorious Carl got out of Dodge, so I'm, I'm sure he's happy that he moved. And he avoided one of the worst winners ever out there. Huh. Um, yeah. This is, uh, he mentions you here. Uh, this isn't a request, but uh, kind of interesting. Hey, asshole, working on a formal paid request, but had an idea to deposit for yourself in Super Chad Elkins or another guest to go over in a podcast. I recently purchased and listened to The Curse of the High IQ at work. Loving it. I wrote a review on Amazon for it. Afterwards, I read some of the one star reviews, and wow, the tisms and the fifis were loose on there. My idea for you and Elkins or another guest is to read some of these one star reviews and savagely rip them apart. Which I don't think of you because they would kind of rip themselves apart because they're so bad, right? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> uh, I think the entertainment value of your SJW voice alone would make for an entertaining podcast. For your work, I'd gladly slide you a fiver for a decent cigar to smoke or as you bask in the glory of your takedown of those snowflakes that didn't read or comprehend your work. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we can go there. <clears throat> um the main one where they all are is on the book Worthless because I did uh, disturb a beehive. Oh, no, I'm not worth this. Curse of the High IQ. I'm off today. Curse of the High IQ. And so if you guys want to help out the old captain uh, and doesn't cost you anything, uh, go review the book uh, and all my other books. But, yeah, here, like, <laughs> you can see it's like a double – Bell distribution curve. There's a ton of fives and a ton of ones. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. All right. So let's go through them here. Um. Oh, this one's legit. This is a legitimate one star review because he um he's actually read it and says some genuinely critical things. So I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, this is another legitimate one. Let's sort them by most recent. A good book for a brain genius. Now, here's here's the first problem, Chad. Um, how do you think he spelled genius? Uh, I'm going to guess he spelled it genus, like an animal kingdom classification instead of genius. Is no, he came happened? up with a whole new word called genius. Oh, G-E-N-I-O-U-S. <laughs> See, he's, uh, he's smarter than me, Chad, and he spelled G. He's so smart, he came up with a new way to spell genius. Well, maybe he's a numbers guy, but I won't make that assumption. <laughs> uh, I read this book, my ass you did. I doubt this guy could read. And then when I was in the middle of a target, I had an aneurysm. He spelled aneurysm wrong because I saw a pride display and sold my slacks right where I stood. 
the the people at Amazon still haven't taken these down because they think it's I don't know they're lazy. It's Amazon. What are you going to do? He's not a verified purchaser, is he? No, he's not. No, and that, well, and that's that's the thing. You know, guys, fight fire with fire. You want you want to fight back at social justice warriors. You want to you want to have a victory. There's a hill that you want to capture. This is a real easy one. Everyone, how many how many people we got listening right now? Mm, 84, 83. There we go, guys. So if you guys want, you know, want to help out. Oh, I lost it. Where do we go? Here we go. Yeah, go review uh, Curse of the High IQ and throw some five-star reviews with, with spelling mistakes. <laughs> uh, Occam's Palooka, homophobic sar- narcissist, narcissist expressing his delusions of grandeur. Buying this book is a way of directly supporting a nut job's hate speech. Just don't. <laughs> Was the book hate speech? wasn't hate speech no what wait they didn't read it they're just this is this is the their fifis are hurt there's no intellectual this is the future guys this is what you get to deal with you know once the baby boomers and gen xers die off uh despicable as our generations are you're gonna only have insane leftists worshiping at the altar of socialist religion that's all you're gonna have daydre day terribly written the premise seems promising, but the whole thing just comes off as a bitter rant about why the author can't make meaningful connections in his own life. That might actually be a legitimate review. <laughs> Monty Sloan, I'm not sure this guy should give advice to anyone. This book is real bad now that that's out of the way, but the writer dude is rocking a fedora and an oversized suit jacket on Twitter. What's up with that? Well, we shouldn't. I shouldn't write then because I wear a suit and a hat. <laughs> um this is his bio, the only motorcycle, fossil hunting, tornado chasing, book running, ballroom dancing economist in the world. Without a drop of irony, do you really want to take life advice from someone whose sole pursuit in life is to be bargain bin Indiana Jones? Uh, Boyang yeah. Sung, huh? Well, didn't they say that about you? Remember how you got blown up on Twitter in a good way? Was that a couple weeks ago? Oh, I and don't I, know. Yeah, I saw a bunch of stuff that were like, oh, look at what he's wearing and look at how he describes himself. I, well, you got Rich Cooper's going through this right now. He said something about like, you know, the seven qualities of a marriageable woman. And everyone oh, has, everyone's going re right now. And he had a great observation. He says, pretty much everybody who's, making you know a criticism or whatever all have their pronouns listed in their twitter profile <laughs> and it was the same thing here it was all like japanese anime avid wait a minute remember when i was sending you and atham the pictures of the people who actually posted their pictures oh yeah they were they had a lot of things in common oh mentally ill i mean you could just see mentally ill just right off the bat mentally ill um and we're not talking oh they're gay and therefore mental. no we're talking some you want to talk about fedora wearers all right <laughs> and neck beards oh god uh boy yang sung wow this was written by a guy who got angry at mad max fury road for having a short-haired female protagonist not exactly something a high iq person or even an average iq person would bother with but if you're the same type of personal failure as the author the type who attributes said failure to society failing to spot some latent genius within them, this book serves as an excellent masturbation, mental masturbation material to uphold your delusions for a few weeks more after you hit 40. What's wrong with hitting 40 soon, it's, like this week? <laughs> what I like is no one's ever asked, is he a genius? No one's read the book. I mean, that's... Is he a genius? I'm a genius. 
uh, Joel Kramer reading this book will lower your IQ. I got this as a gift. Bullshit. It's full of self-important crybaby entitled nonsense. I lost brain cells reading it. Stay away. Joshua, imagine Mensa as a book. I don't mean intelligent, well-spoken. It's neither of these things. It's mean, it's self-absorbed, self-aggrandizing, try-hard nonsense, pseudo-intellectual ramblings. So someone totally convinced of their own superior superiority who has nothing to back this conviction, save your money. I, I actually am superior to most people. I won't lie. <laughs> no, I am. What's the one thing you could criticize me for? Um, what's what's well, the biggest flaw I got? So can we not, we'll take out uh, like personal appearance uh, nope. or anything like it's, that? It's the know? same biggest flaw you got. Oh, what, our height? Our height. We're short. I don't control that. Dude, Otherwise, not to, can I just know. throw something in here? And I, I don't want to hijack what you're going on. That's right. This went viral a few days ago. I just saw it. There was apparently some five foot guy that went crazy in some Long Island like coffee shop and got okay. arrested. And he was ranting about how women hate him because he's like <laughs> only five feet tall. You didn't see this? No, no. But it sounds, yeah, I can see this going viral. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was pretty bad. I was just seeing if you saw that. I, I saw it today. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, five foot it's it's kind of like a, it's got to have like an exponential effect like you and i are pretty close to the average although we are still short especially for america but we're still within that one plus or minus one standard deviation of of the mean but if you are five foot nothing that's really got to suck i can only imagine like getting picked on in school uh yeah no women do want to date you absolutely none and it's worse for this guy because he was also like kind of ugly and fat. So, I mean, he's just, he's got no chance. No, he doesn't. And that's, that's sometimes what you got to admit. Like, okay, I admit I'm never going to become a basketball player. Neither are you. Um, a lot of guys have to admit they're never going to get married, not because of their height or anything, but there just isn't the number of women interested in getting married or to go around. And short guys, I mean, if you're five foot, yeah, you're going to have to admit there's some things that, Maybe you really, really, really want genetically a program to desire, but you're just not going to get it. Or move to Southeast Asia or something. Give yourself a chance. It's a life of prostitution, which is fine. I mean, there's still substitute goods. You know, you go ahead. You can you can get laid by women. That's you know, go out to not Vegas. It's illegal in Vegas, but areas around Vegas. <clears throat> About a book of shrieking, angry hysterics by a guy who gets screaming mad at the sight of rainbow colors. Save your mind. And though it's funny is I didn't even take the picture, right, Chad? <laughs> right, I did. Right. <laughs> uh, waste of time, too pedantic to hold any appeal and filled to the brim uh, with seemingly useless information. <clears throat> is the author smart, though? Chad, am I smart? Uh, except with taxes, yeah, I think you're pretty smart. Yeah, thank you. Who's your best <laughs> client that is not a corporate client? Uh, well, um, for the purposes of our podcast now, I'll say you. Oh, um, wait, is there someone better than me? Well, you know, there's my family, my immediate family. Well, they're all CPAs too. <laughs> well, Come I back, had to be me. fair. No, you're pretty good, but let me uh, test you. When is your third quarter tax estimated uh, payments due? September 15th? September 16th. Oh, because of the weekend? Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I'm not too bad on that. See? No, you're good. Okay. Anyway, so uh, there, the beer to JP. Thank you, JP. We went through that. We read it. Um, I don't know how I can make fun of them if they're just going to not read the book and they're, they're politically motivated and, oh, the guy he hates gays. It's, yeah. <laughs> and deleted. Good. Um, you ready for an asshole consulting request? 
Um, yeah, but just real mm. quick, dude, like you got a shit ton of super chats here and already, a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them were before I even got here. Oh. Like, there, there's stuff that, yeah, maybe let's like go through it. Go ahead. Let's go to the, go, go back and start with the one that I have. What were we back to? That's what I was trying to figure out. Did you read any? Yeah, first? I did. Let me, let me go to the Ahmed Khan. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's bacon. Um, I can only go far back as bacon. Um, bacon belt, bacon Maldito for two twenty three. You're right. We need normies to be superior. Is there any before that? Yes. Do you have them? Do you have access to them? Yes, dude. I'm going to okay. start with the first one I see here. Start with the first one. And we might have missed some, but um, for ten dollars, uh, James Rankin says any commentary on PC culture infecting STEM. I had this experience completing my engineering degree at Pitt when I seriously got jerked around trying to get an internship from the academic side. Well, if you're trying to get an internship on in academia, that's there, bad. Yeah, no. Um, there are some key institutions within the Western civilization that are simply no go zones for anyone who's meritocratic and wants to avoid PC stuff. The first and foremost is academia. Yeah. They are not there for you. I don't care if you're in the engineering program. They're not about engineering. Uh, what was it? Purdue, I think. Um, their dean of the School of Engineering is not an engineer. It's some black chick who has a sociology degree or some bullshit. And it's all about diversity and everything now. You don't go to Purdue. That would suck because that's a good engineering school. Are you sure? Is it now? Uh- I mean, it's supposed to be. It may not be anymore. Well, that's what I wonder. Because if you put someone who's not an engineer, you know, hey, we got a we got a boat captain instead of a commercial airline pl- pilot flying the plane. Well, I don't think this is a good plane anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so academia is shot. I don't know why you're trying to get a job in academia. Uh, corporate America is shot because the latest management trad uh, fad is to uh, social justice warrior virtue signal and show how, how woke you are, even if it does affect your bottom line negatively. Um, so you contract or you work as a contractor, you're a 1099 employee. You don't actually go try to become a manager. You don't like have your life. You can float around. You can, you can uh, job hop, but you don't, oh, I'm going to put my 35 years in here. That's not going to happen. Um, and then the third one is government. You just don't work. I mean, the government is going to, well, they've always not been about like roads, police, fire, schools. It's all about money, money, money and make work government jobs. But they're definitely going to hand that out to anyone who's not a white male. Um, I got and- I got a fourth one, but it might be the same as government. Like the nonprofit sector. Is that basically the same? Yeah, as you could you could call that government. Yeah, but nonprofits, that's just for people who didn't get a job in academia or government. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that. All right. Next one. Okay, so for $2, Noah Acosta says, come to L.A. I am a butcher, so filet mignon is on me. You ever go to L.A.? I've been there twice. Um, I don't want to go to L.A. I don't blame <laughs> you. I wouldn't want to go there I'll, I'll go to, what is it? Is it Riverside? Something's not, no, Riverside South. Where, You're I'll right. Go visit. Yeah, Riverside I'll, South. Okay, I'll go to Riverside. I'll go to Anaheim. Is that on the east side? It's Orange County, so it's a little like south of LA. I'll go to some of the outskirts parts. Like I'll go to San Diego. I like San Diego. Um, I have a beautiful, the most beautiful Latina in the world. She's at Oceanside. Yep. I have San a friend Diego. who's on Balboa Island. 
Maybe, maybe he doesn't live there anymore. Uh, I don't want to go much further than Newport Island or Huntington Beach. Sorry, Huntington Beach. Um, because traffic just sucks. Fuck. Yeah. Why? Why would I? Yeah, I'd like to visit Noah, but but no. How about you come out to Vegas this winter <laughs> and hang out? How about we do that instead? But yeah, I every time I've ridden uh, from uh, San Diego to Vegas, I go through Temecula and I just I just nick the far east side for San Bernardino, uh, and then cut over on 15 or five or whatever it is and go out to Vegas. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going into Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles proper. I don't blame you. Um, just real quick. Apparently there were some super chats before the first one I read, but I say we just go through what we see and if need be, we'll, we'll go back. Okay. That's if you can good? find them, that's the problem with Google is they, you know, they don't, uh, I can't scroll up anymore. That's what pisses me off. I don't know why they don't allow me to do that. I think, well, my plan is I'll restart it later in a different tab, and we'll find him. Okay. We'll find him. All right. Go ahead. Keep on going. All right. Uh, who's next? Didn't have any for a while. And then came Nonstop Dre 360 for $1.99. Wants to know, how's Operation Evil coming along? Uh, slowly starting back up again. Cool. I know. Yeah, I caught up with all this shit. This is in part why I'm kind of going through all this, and and we're, it's going to be a long podcast because I'm going to have articles I want to get through real quick. Um, but yeah, no, things are going well with that. They're finally getting back, and I may even start writing my book again. Getting back to my book on millennials. Cool. Just as an aside, this is exactly what I need. I took a red eye this morning. I haven't slept in over a day, so this is perfect. <laughs> you can go to bed after this. Yeah. Um. Okay. Bacon for $2.23 says, either of you know any knife fighting techniques? I think that'd be more your area. <laughs> yeah, bring a gun. <laughs> That's not Dude, a knife. Dude, even fuck with knives. If it gets to that level, I mean, get a gun. No, I don't do knife fighting. That's Why would not I a train knife. In knife fighting? This is a knife. Um, Guns okay. or knives, butch. Guns or knives. Alrighty, yeah. Don't know what to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Hang All on, right. hang on. Me and Harvey can't fight until we establish the rules. Rules? You ever see <laughs> Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? I have, yeah. You have. And he kicks yeah. him in the balls. He's like, yep, He's like yep, well, yep. there ain't going to be no rules. Somebody say, one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Wham. Watch That's that with the ball. elder, Mr. Elkins. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Um, nonstop Dre 360 for $1.99. Hate only comes from below, never above. I think he's referring to when you were reading that hate mail. Sure, the that hate you got. Mail, the reviews. Well, let's have some love come from above here, guys. Go review the books. <laughs> um, all right. Now Ahmed Khan for $1.99 says, I know a guy who is five foot four and pulls uh I guess he pulls a lot of tail. I'm not quite reading that. We were talking about short people earlier. Right. So. That's cool. Okay. Short guys can pull it. I've, I've seen some guys pull it off. Absolutely. Same. It's not a death sentence. Um, all right. Undead Knowledge for $5 says, Hey, Aaron and Chad, reminder to the people to hit the like button. Also, can you do a quick Clary test on Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park? No, that that's $25 and it takes too damn long. And the, the honest truth is I'm not a big fan of doing them. 
I think that guy was rich anyway. The Chester, like he grew up rich, if I'm guessing. Oh, so. wow. Well, we can, if he wants, he can pay, go to Asshole Consulting, send me the request. Okay. Uh, and oh, this is the best one of the day so far from Atham. Uh-oh. Atham for $2 says Chad equals super alpha PUA master stud. I can find no fault with that um, super chat. What is it like being an international whore, Chad? What, what is that like? Well, now that you have like, gotten the girls, can you tell us how to get the girls? I can. You take a, a red-eye flight with uh, some screaming babies. Um, you're unable to get a wink of sleep. Uh, you end up in a traffic jam because you you get back to the airport You know, right when rush hour is starting. And you know how shitty rush hour Chicago traffic is. Well, yeah, but don't you just hop on the L and go back home? Ah, but see, that is where the rush hour gets shitty. You're saying the L even gets backed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Fuck you, major liberal. Le- and aren't they jacking up property taxes now in Chicago? And oh, did you see that article? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. You um, don't own your property in these liberal towns. You don't own it. The city council does. I will say this. It made me, the more I experience these things, the more I'm so happy I never have to commute anymore. It fucking sucks to commute. Dude, we, and now that we're in the new uh, Northern Command, and I was pretty spoiled to begin with. I don't even drive to my favorite running places anymore because the traffic is not that bad in the Twin Cities, but it, I just not accept. I'm not tolerating it. It just puts me in a bad mood. And so yeah. I've been going I've been going more towards the St. Croix River uh, to do my running uh, away towards was the St. Croix. It's the border between Minnesota and I can see Wisconsin sometimes. Yeah. When I run. Um, and it's just it's way more meditative way more calming way more relaxing and and because i got a uh, I, I told you i had high blood pressure too well i mean i could have guessed that but yeah it makes well, sense no, I, for, I had actually low blood pressure because i was a very good runner and for whatever reason my personality didn't but then all of a sudden especially after moving so i had to kind of crack down and really you know mind over matter not just write shit i put in books but actually apply it to my life too which is really hard by the way um, but yeah, just like, I'm not going West into the traffic. I'm going East. I don't care if there's not a coffee store or anything. I'm just going to go and, and not deal with the traffic. Yeah. So I could, traffic is that right there. You want to talk about how conservatives and libertarians and simple non-parasites, non-leftists can live a better life than leftists. Leftists just occupy the world's worst places to live and they endure it and they pay the tax of traffic. And Man, just be happy you don't have to deal with that. Just go, oh, look at those dumb hicks in flyover country. Oh, you mean the ones that get home to see their families? You know, they're not stuck on the road an hour and a half one way? Like, yeah, those those suckers, those dopes. So you remember how I told you I used to take these uh, temp gigs in the summertime just to remind myself how much I used to hate doing that? Right. Now I don't even have to do that. Now I just have to, like, happen to be caught in rush hour during a certain time of the day, and then Mm -hmm. that does the trick. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I'll, I, I have, I have two. I could go east or west. If I go west, there's traffic. And I get pissed off. If I go east, no traffic, and I don't get pissed off. It just and, and and the times I've gone west because that's where like the WalMarts and everything is, get pissed. And it's like, yeah, I'm happy I get to work from home. Yeah, it sucks. I'm doing this from home. Ugh. Um, all right. 
Well, for $1.99, Ahmed Khan says, will the economy tank as millennials take charge? Assuming the boomers leave, I guess. It will mm-hmm. not tank. It will continue to decay. Um, Ahmed, if you want, look up 20YR, abbreviation for your 20-year rolling average economic growth capital capitalism. Put that into Google, and you'll see one of the best charts I've ever come up with <clears throat> in my entire career that everyone ignored. And it shows you the rolling 20-year average. Oh, I call it is generational economic growth. And it shows you what the average economic growth rate is. And it slowly declined from 4.25% a year to, I think, 2.5% a year now. Um, and that's a representation of just the lower quality caliber of people being born who don't work. They have no work. You can also see it in um, hours worked per week. The OECD, OECD.org, has uh, some interesting charts about labor. And it's not, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure this out. People are working less and they're spending more, and they're just a bunch of lazier, no-good fucks. And mm. uh, yeah, So it's not going to crash. It's just the population will slowly shift where all the baby boomers will die. Disgusting as you might find them, they're productive. Gen X will then be the most productive generation, heaven help you. And then the day is going to come, the millennials will be the most productive generation. And I don't know what further degradation we could have in the generational evolution of Americans, but it's going to be a shit sandwich by the time you and I are dying. It's like a boiling frog. Um, Okay. So what's next? Oh, this is a good one. Um, Murray Salcedo for $1.99. He wants to know on a scale of from one to 10, what you think of Lacey Lennon. This is a porn starlet. And I looked it up uh, just now. This is exactly your type. Like if you were to oh, no, you got me curious. Somebody, yeah, you got to look at this one. I think you'd give her a 10. Uh, Lacey Lennon spelled like the communist. L-E-N-N-O-N. Lacey Lennon. Images. It's got exactly. This is a wait. I got a brunette. Hang on. Let me type in L-A-C-E-Y. Oh, no, no. L-A-C-Y. L A C Y L like Jack Lennon or John Lennon. Uh, L E N N O N. Yeah. I'm getting a guy. Hang on. Let me turn off the safe filter here. Yeah. You need to turn that off to see this. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, um, <clears throat> redhead, but not my type. Um, there's something wrong with her eyes. Really? Let me just yeah. Not, card. not my type. Um, there was a gal who's not a porn star. Who is a redhead and I a face not Facebooked her out. I um tweeted out it was like a picture of bacon. I think bacon had it because you know how bacon always finds those hot chicks. Yeah. He had her up and it was a redhead. She had cleavage, it wasn't porn, she just had cleavage. It was something like the food's too hot or something like that. And that was like, yep, that's my type. Redhead, but the face was nowhere near as weird as this gal. Um hmm. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't kick her out of the office either, but um, this is not my quote-unquote type. Just because they have red hair doesn't make them my type. I mean, that was the assumption I was making. But um... You get points. You get points, especially if the curtains match the drapes. You get points. <laughs> but it's the, the, the face has to be there for me to like turn off the side of the road and kill little kittens for me to go chase after something. That's fair. Um, okay, Ahmed Khan for $1.99 asks... He's asking me this, but I think you ought to answer it. It says, okay. Chad, 
Chad, rent versus buy property, pro versus cons. I've never owned property, so I can't speak to um, owning. Yeah, I've done both, and it, it all depends on on the location of either. Like, I can show you apartments that you do not want to rent and you'd want to buy in that market. I can show you other markets where you would want to rent. I'm sorry, where you want to buy and you don't want to rent. It, mm. it's, it really depends. And pricing is huge. Pricing is huge. Like for the longest time, uh, especially after the crash, it was cheaper to buy than to rent. Uh, right. now, and I still even think in some markets it's like that now because rents are getting so high. Yeah, you can't, there's no universal law. It is highly contingent on pricing and local market uh, variables. So you got to do a cost benefit analysis looking at what you, the main one is what's the cost of a house that, cause that's going to determine your, your mortgage. Well, you know what happened last week? Did I tell you about this? Um, I don't know what happened. So I, I was in Portland visiting my sister and brother-in-law. The circuits kept, kept like breaking. You know how when you overload a circuit, it just like shuts yeah. it off. Caused this huge problem where they had to bring out an electrician and they're still not sure what's going on. Like it keeps tripping in certain areas downstairs. So my brother-in-law thinks he has to buy new breakers entirely for it. They're the only ones that have lived in this house and it was built five years ago. Yeah, no, cheap construction, that's that's a problem. The GF and I had, you know, we've had that problem before where it's like, that wasn't fixed right and then I got to go do it myself. Um, <clears throat> right. yeah, no, it, it's, it's time with a house, but if you get the right house, like, dude, I had two great houses in a row. I want to be where I am today without those. Well, also living in basements and having great tenants, one of which was a carpenter for a while, which was really great. But, mm -hmm. Wasn't but Jesus yeah, Christ, was it? <laughs> no, no. Uh, he wouldn't allow what happened in that house to happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you get a, if you get a, a money pit, you know, like the movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's got to suck. You know, you, so you got to do a lot of research. There's, there is no no correct policy answer on that one. Um, this is. I'd like to do this next. I'm going to see if I can go back and see those earlier ones. Yeah, let's do that. that. Can yeah, that. so go you ahead. can talk about whatever, I guess. I'm going to see if I can find those. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> come on. Oh, where do I want to go? Let's. So we'll start at the beginning here. Here's one good. Deutsche Bank cuts leave thousands chasing limited openings. This is from July 8th. It's a bit ago. Deutsche Bank AG's massive reorganization will put thousands of finance employees out of work. What do I tell you boys and girls about my degree? It is a completely worthless degree, which you almost have to spend as much effort and time studying for a STEM degree and is not worth it because the people you work with are scum buckets. And now there is no need for finance employees. You know why? Because everything is going to be automated. And with firms throughout the industry running lean, they won't find jobs easily. The German lender's sweeping turnaround plan, including an exit from the equity sales and trading business, will slash Deutsche Bank's workforce by about 18,000 employees globally. Workers from Sydney to London to New York received the details of their exit packages Monday and were left pondering their next move. There will be roles for these folks, but it won't be for everyone, unfortunately, said Noah Schwartz, a senior client partner at executive search from Corn Ferry. Oh, dude, Chad, do you remember applying like a Corn Ferry, that recruiter outfit? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's like throwing me back 20 years. Like I, I gave my resume to them tons of time, never heard anything from them. Uh, who predicted that U.S., Canadian, and Japanese banks are among the places former Deutsche Bank employees may end up. Some of these bankers will have to reinvent themselves. 
Hundreds of thousands of jobs have disappeared from global finance industries since the 2008 crisis, and some of the biggest banks haven't stopped cutting. Automation and new technology have been replacing workers while reduced risk-taking has trimmed demands in areas such as structured finance. Guys, you now ha- I'll also point out another one. In, in addition to the obvious things where you no longer have pit calling, they're called traditional auctions where everything's automated like the NASDAQ. It's just computers doing the trading for you now. Yeah. Aside from those guys being gone, you look at financial planning. No one's no one's trying to get in these active managed funds. Everyone's like, dude, you guys can't even beat the index. Now you have robo-advisors like Betterment. Um, I think Wealthfront is another one. We just, here's my money. It's all automated. The the finance industry professionals, the you professionals, the finance parasites, these dude bros, these, fo- these faux posers and fake frauds, you've proven you're not worth shit. You've proven you don't offer any value. And what people would provide value, I don't know, somebody trying to stop the housing crisis, maybe good lending practices. You fucking lectured, fired, punished, whatever it is. Any Anybody that tried to sound the, the warning bells, you guys got in the way because you're all just a bunch of lazy fucks who want your commission. And now even financing is going away. You could do crowdfunding. There's a, my buddy realtor showed me, oh, what was it? It's called Silicon Prairie. It's Minnesota's answer to Silicon Valley because we have a prairie. Get it? Oh. Uh, um, but they're using blockchain technology now to track um, private uh, security issuances. So if you want to raise stock on a private level or a bond, you don't even go to a bank anymore. You just go here. You 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 plug. It's like it's it's a more elaborate GoFundMe basically. But even GoFundMe, Chad, let me ask you this. Let's say you wanted to raise $10 million for any project. Would you even bother going to an investment bank now, knowing they're going to take 7%? I mean, no. It's either that, venture capitalists, or just crowdfund the thing. Yeah. I'd go on the internet, say, hey, here's a crowdfund. Here's the investment prospectus. Raise the money for me. I mean, that whole industry is gone or or will be gone. So it's good to hear that uh, this is... uh, now coming to fruition. Front office headcount for investment banking and trading fell for the fifth year in 2018, according to the Coalition Development Limited Data. And hedge funds, which used to poach employees from Deutsche Bank equities business, have cut back in recent years. Yeah, they're hiring the quants. That doesn't mean there aren't opportunities for those showing the door at Deutsche Bank. Some traders may end up at family offices, investment vehicles for ultra-wealthy that have been taking employees from Wall Street firms, Schwartz said. Investment bankers may be helped by hiring at boutique firms such as Evercore and Goldman Sachs Group has been more aggressive in looking beyond its walls for senior level hires in the past year, while JP Morgan and Chase and BNB Paribas SA have almost reversed all their post-crisis job cuts. Look, Chad, so if you just hung out for a decade, you would have been back to zero working in investment banking. You there, Chad? We lose you? Hello? No, I'm here. I was oh. on mute. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to these uh, chats that scrolled off. Unfortunately, that's yeah. That's why I, no, I'm I'm sorry, guys. That's why I said you know don't hold off on the super chats until. But we're doing them now. So if you got super chats, send them in. Let's go. Um, let me get to. I'm still I'm at Bacon Maldito for two twenty three. Do you have something before Bacon Maldito two twenty three? You're right. We need normies to be superior. Ha ha. Um. God. 
No. So you're actually no, that's good. If you're able to see that, that's good because that's before where we were at before. Okay, well, so let you, me. You found let, a way to do that. No, I just I didn't, I didn't touch any buttons because <laughs> oh. again, YouTube is your bipolar girlfriend. You just kind of you don't yeah. touch anything. I wonder if you like breathe wrong if a bipolar girlfriend would find something wrong with it. Why are you breathing in with your nostrils? <laughs> Big Maldito, 223. You're right. We need normies to be superior. Ha ha. Yeah, you need normies to be superior. Otherwise, how would you know? You just, we'd all be normies. Athamaldecua for $2. We want Chad Elkins. We want Chad Elkins. You got him because I forgot to unmute myself. No, I was only unmuted, unmuted for, a, for a minute, right? I don't have to review anything. No, 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 it's just a minute. But yeah, you're reading the ones that were there earlier. So somehow you're able to make this work. Cool. Ahmed Khan, Bureau of Labor Statistics says business. Uh, salaries are greater than engineering salaries. Bull, absolutely bullshit. Um, business majors have been known to lie. Uh, no, not they lie more, uh, overstating their income and salaries. Uh, and the engineers just report, you know, uh, engineering all the way. I mean, maybe like down the road as, as a 62 year old who has a business degree from 1978. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, but going into the future, it's STEM or go home. Well, no. So here's what I said in the chat. This is before I hopped on and I was sort of answering no. this a little bit. You're right that business schools lie like like none other. I know that because I've been to them and they're full of shit. But it's also, in my opinion, it's really skewed. There's a lot more variance between business, you know, business careers like investment bankers making a ton. Mm. Whereas I think engineering salaries are more close together. Right. Well, this is where median and uh, mean averages come in. The mean average yeah. of business majors like over a lifetime. Yeah, probably are higher because you throw in, you know, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. So that's really going to skew it. But your median, which is the measure you want to take, especially for law school graduates, determining whether they want to go tier one or tier anything else, you better know the difference between a mean average and a median average. And you better know that the median average is the one that you want to take. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a med. James Reagan, $10. Any comments there? Yeah. Okay. So I did get before James. Yeah. I think that's we're, where you went. Okay. I cool. I think we're good. Um, I don't know how you did it, but I think we're good. Like I said, I don't do anything around my bipolar YouTube girlfriend. I just don't press any buttons. Scrolling. Cool. We got a few more. Um, yeah. Since I'm, I'm scrolling down nonstop tray. How's Operation Evil? Knife fighting techniques. It only comes from below, never above. Uh oh 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 see and then now now she's going bipolar now everything is well I, I know where we left off from before yeah I just want to get up to the same thing Fernando Covet should be our next one for four ninety nine I'm getting there getting there <clears throat> Fernando go ahead there we are. It's a good question. Right. For four ninety nine, he says, Chad, wouldn't Senator Warren's proposed fifty thousand dollars student debt forgiveness be considered as taxable income? Well, one, I don't think that's ever going to happen, and two, I don't think they're going to call it taxable income because the people that they're trying to provide relief for this to, they're not going to be able to pay any taxes on that in the first place because they have <laughs> no money. So it'd be kind of foolish if they even went that route. And wouldn't wouldn't that income be to the banks? Well, so they, yeah, because if they declared it 
if well, the banks declare it lost, then then isn't well, it's a good question because anytime anytime like you have canceled debt with a credit card or something, right? Like say you owe them ten thousand and you settle and you only give them a thousand, they'll send you a ten ninety nine C for canceled debt for nine thousand dollars. Okay, so income. that's taxable income. Yeah, yeah, see, these dopes, these fucking uh now remember they're college educated, Chad. They're very intelligent. These dopes are not even gonna figure that out. MBAs are morons, I tell you. Oh, I know that because I went to one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I really don't think that that would be considered taxable income because the whole idea is that these people have no money in the first place. So, yeah. All right, next. Next. Oh, it's Clary's old friend, Ray John. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a gay question or a non-gay question? It's worse than a gay question. Oh, God, no. It's for $2 Canadian. He wants you to Google image Leilani Lay. I think you've already seen this one Did before. I? Yeah. I I... Leilani Lay. Uh, you know what, dude? You don't want to. Oh, okay. It's a different one that I was thinking of. Um, L-E-I-L-A-N-I. L-E-I. I thought this was a different one, like a really g- old grandma one. Leilan oh, Lay. Oh, it is. No, no, don't, don't, don't Google image that. You'll get sick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. don't. No, 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 no. All right. Nope. Yeah. Nope. New. No. New. No. Thank God the safe search was on that time. He's asked us that one before, Ray John. Thanks for your $2, Ray John. We got it now. $2 Canadian. Yeah. And I was just in Canada, so I know what that's worth. <laughs> like so. Worth what, a lollipop? What do we get with the $2 Canadian? 0.77 uh, US. Oh, dollar. it's that bad. It's gotten really. It's. I mean, it was oh. great for when I was there, but it's. It's really um, gone down. More reason, like if you want to donate to Stefan Molyneux or Small Dead Animals or any any of your Canadian followers, go donate, man, because it's dirt cheap. From that's thirty three percent. No, it's twenty three percent off. Yeah, um, that is horrible. Oh, yeah, nothing felt too expensive there. So I was like, oh. <laughs> I can't wonder why. <laughs> Um, all righty, we got bacon maldito for two dollars and twenty-three cents. Missed super chats equals Poke Bowl date with Portlandians. <laughs> well, I can speak for the second part. <laughs> that would be miserable. Is it that bad? You're telling me. I mean, it didn't improve. Yeah. Uh no. It's just it's they just it's a different world. What they what Compared to Chicago, Chicago, you go into the town, your neighborhood, you take the L to another neighborhood, and you go experience whatever's going on, music, theater, whatever. Portland, I'm just imagining what, if if you're actually a non-syphilis carrying tetanus basket case SJW who's going to protest that day in downtown Portland, what do you do? Just stay in the burbs and eat at home because... Well, that's kind of what we did, to be blunt about it, because none of us wanted to go downtown. Granted, you know, my sister has a 19-month-old, so right. we just stayed away from the bums, the traffic, the Disease. protesters, yeah, the, the venereal diseases. Like, this time around, we didn't do any of that shit, so... Because I've, I've, I've avoided Portland. I went all the way around. I went to 101 and dropped south, because, well, I also want to see the ocean, but <clears throat> is, is there a downtown? Did you even see downtown? We didn't go, like none of us wanted to go because I'd seen okay. downtown before. And I don't know, right before I got there, there was some sort of Antifa thing that had gone on. You know, I don't That week, sure, up. whatever. Yeah. Happens every week. But no, none of us, like my brother-in-law is like, hey, we haven't taken you, 
you know, down in the fun district, or whatever, do you want to go? And I'm like, hell no, I'm speaking, good right here. Speaking of which, here we are from Port uh, about Portland. This is a couple months old, but uh, from law enforcement today, deputies are no longer responding to calls in Portland. Uh, really? Yeah, <clears throat> this is April 30th. Uh, Portland just lost a huge chunk of its police presence. Look, and it, it, I'll tell you why. Because the city council hates the cops. Oh, you want you want protection. You want the, the thin blue line. You want law and order. But you hate the cops because they're what? Pigs in your mind. I mean, you got to understand. We could go. We don't have to, but we could look up the Portland City Council. And it's a bunch of Gen X hippies and protesters and lifelong activists who never worked a real job in their life. And they certainly have never worked a selfless job like being a cop. And it's there. It's. They're afraid of their 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 Frankenstein monsters destroying their little socialist utopia, but it's brought upon themselves, especially since you're not going to back up your police officers. You're not going to allow them to. You're going to handcuff them. So it, this is not the Portland Police Department. This is the uh, Clackamas. I think I pronounced that correctly. Yeah, that's just right outside of Portland. It's like a couple miles away from the city limits. Well, this is the county that Portland sits in, Clackamas County. Clackamas County, yeah. Right. Right. So Clackamas County Sheriff Craig Roberts wrote an email to his deputy stating his concern for their safety. I will not place you at unnecessary personal and professional risk, the email read. Oh, and he's a white guy, Chad. He's a white guy. Evil. Evil. Uh, The city of Portland is largely patrolled by the Portland Police Bureau and receives support from neighboring cities like Clamacus Sheriff's Department. With this decision, remaining officers in the area will no doubt feel the stress of being understaffed. Plus, why is is it the responsibility of the county to babysit the degenerates of Portland, especially when they're not welcome there and they're handicapped? You know, go into this boxing ring, but we're going to tie your right hand behind your back. Fuck you. This is one of the great mysteries. I the logic simply doesn't compute for my left brain. But the what it is is a hypocrisy coming to a head. Uh, the leftists in the city council are anti-cop ideologically, but they don't realize they're also anti-rich people. They're anti-production. They're anti-white. They're anti-male. They're they're anti what leftists are anti. But they don't realize that they need those things more than those things need them because by their nature leftists are parasitic so okay you can hate big rich people well they'll just leave and then you'll have detroit you can hate white people god portland wouldn't exist without white because you're all white you're self-loathing uh you can hate cops but then the criminals are going to come in uh and so don't be surprised that your little socialist utopia collapses because as much as you may hate cops or as much as you may hate productive people and members of society, you need them for a tax base, for like law, just for society to function. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of spoiled little temper tantrum brats and anarchy. And these are the people that made it to now they're they're king of shit hill, and they're realizing, oh crap, shit hill might actually become shit hill, and there's nothing to really be, you know, king of here pretty soon. Well, without revealing too much, like my sis and brother-in-law had certain political leanings different than you and I, but even they, like we got into some discussions, even they were starting to see the what's really going on there. Really? Are they going to vote Republican then or are they going to vote Democrat? Oh, you know the answer. Yeah, okay. Well, then I guess there's that that was a pointless conversation to have, wasn't it? I did my best. You know, it's like, it's like me having a conversation with a, a young teenage gal. You know, was about to go maybe go to college or graduate. And I think, hey, yeah, you know what? You really shouldn't uh, get pregnant as a teenager. And the girl says yes. And then, you know, the next week goes out and gets pregnant. It's like, that was a cute, pointless conversation we had. 
So mm. I, I hope your your uh, your family members are paying high property taxes though. Uh, that yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. I mean, that makes me feel bad because. What? You, what? <laughs> what? That's that's comeuppance. That's joy. Oh, I just want my little nephew to be okay. <laughs> well, that's that. Don't worry about your nephew. Look, here's what you do. You do it right. Your parents are going to spend thousands of hours along with the teachers brainwashing that little kid. All you got to do is be cool, Uncle Chess. Say, yeah, kid, it's all bullshit. And I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, your parents don't know shit. And then here's why. And then because the kid actually listened to you because you're cool, Uncle Chad. And Uncle then you undo Chad. literally hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of investing in brainwashing and resources trying to convert little little Chad nephew <laughs> into into a Marxist. And you're like, no, no, it, it, let me let me explain it to you. It's a bit of a tall right. task there, especially for a short dude like me. <laughs> What 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 does your height have to do with anything? No, no, I was I was just saying like I feel like that would be Herculean to be that cool of an uncle to change that kind of indoctrination. If you do it right, you okay? Look, this is easy. This is I you you are bad. I I understand you're new at this uncling thing. Let me explain. <clears throat> <laughs> you get the kids the things that are forbidden by the parents. Okay, right. We don't feed little Bobby burgers. So you throw in little nephew, and where do you take him? Uh, well, if it was like my visit, we're going to take him to Dairy Queen and stuff ourselves. You go and you get him a Big Mac. You go to Dairy sure. Queen. You get him. And you know what you tell him? Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your parents. And, dude, you're in like Flynn, man. You're in, <laughs> you know, you do the cool, you're a cool law breaking rule breaking uncle Chad. Uh, and then, and then you just be, all you do is let him be a damn kid. You know, that's it. Your parents are talking about their, his parents are talking politics. You're like, kid, you should just play baseball and have a good time. Don't worry about this politics stuff. You're too young. Go chase some girls. And then when it's like, you know, kids turning 17, 18, he's about to go to college. It's like, let me talk to you. This is how it is. Okay, I know your parents are telling you follow your dream. The way that's bullshit. All right, you're gonna read this book by this really great genius called Aaron, Cl not genius, a genius called Aaron Cleary, and then he'll listen to you because you're cool, Uncle Chad, and then he'll think differently, and then uh, and it's that that's gonna be an easy one to overturn. You're already an inside agent on this deal. Well, just note to self, my sister does know about your channel here, so we may need to delete this like 15 years from now or something. She, I highly doubt she's going to. I well, know. Then it's, a, then it's a challenge. Just, you know, just all you have to do is show the kid Bureau of Labor Statistics dead. I'm like, here you go, kid. <laughs> show, show, him, show him the feces app. I say, hey, you see there's no feces over in Charlotte, North Carolina? I wonder why that is. <laughs> Hey, you see the, the feces over in Tacoma and Seattle and San Francisco? That's what happens when white people turn socialist. They just shit on the streets. No, you tell me what you want. It's like, that ain't dog feces either, kid. You know what? And the easiest thing's going to be What's when that? that kid hits puberty, all you got to do is say, okay, here's liberal hippie chicks in Portland. Here's hot chicks who are conservative in Dallas. You tell me what you which one you want, kid. Here you go. <laughs> I will do everything in my power. I will truly. <laughs> Won't be that hard. Won't be that hard. Uh, uh, a couple hey, more. 
Well, hang on. I'm not through uh, telling people how great Portland is. Uh, (laughs) Plus, Portland is bracing for its next protest. I bet you they have a protest every week. They do. May Day is May 1st. The protest for immigrant and workers' right is set for downtown. In 2017, 25 people were arrested in the gathering after the rally turned into a violent crash. Demonstrators were charged with disorderly conduct, arson, theft, assault, vandalism, and more. Officers maintaining order at the march were quickly attacked by left-wing anarchists who threw full can. I, I always un- I love that left-wing anarchist. No, left-wing means totalitarian government. You're, you can't be an anarchist and left-wing. They are they're they're the opposite of one another. It's like a hot fat chick. It just doesn't exist. So I never understood Antifa, but anyway. Well, no, Antifa is are fascists who cowardly hide behind calling themselves not fascists right um anarchists who threw full cans of soda and other projectiles the decision to stop responding to routine calls was made following a statement released by the portland police association due to the overwhelming anti-police attitudes in the city of portland some officials are stepping in to say no more enter sheriff craig roberts the reason the police bureau is experiencing catastrophic staffing shortages drastically declining recruiting success and the inability to retain officers is due to one core issue the intense anti-police sentiment in our city that the city council seems to share the post from the ppa read there's your aunt and and other large left-wing cities are having trouble finding co- guys we've got disproportionate number of young men uh, listening and a number of young women who might want to be cops you do not Go become a cop at a large leftist town. The right. city is against you. The city council is against you. You are in an impossible position. You want to go become a cop? Go become a cop like, uh, I don't know, anywhere else. Uh, you know, find a large town. Like, it's got a SWAT team, but it's not so big. And I know these towns won't make a lot of sense, but like a Mankato or St. Cloud, you know, something with maybe 100,000 people. Rapid but, City? Eh, I think that's too small, actually. Yeah, uh, it's not that big. Um, maybe, maybe they got a SWAT team. I, they must. I guess they're, they're the only law out there. Um, <clears throat> maybe a Denver or a, a Texas town. But you don't go to the. You don't be a cop in Tacoma. You don't be a cop in Portland or San yeah. Francisco. Fuck that shit. There's no. You know, let them let them go hire their affirmative action hires and have an all female police force and and well we're gonna we're gonna take away your guns because guns are bad. There's you get you get killed, you get wounded, you die. Lord knows you might get tuberculosis. Who knows? There's no reason to go babysit leftists when your hands are tied behind your back. Agreed, man. Yeah. Mayor Agreed. Clary would be kind of like, oh dang, did your guns all go off at the same time while pointed at the pro? Oh my god. That's just such a freak accident. <laughs> and controller slash treasurer Elkins would up the police uh, budget at that point. I don't know so. if we up the budget. We just like, you you keep the place safe. <laughs> All right, Super Chats. What else we got now? All righty. Um, for $2. No, sorry. Oh, for $2 and 20. No, $2 Canadian. TZ asks Cappy, do you make close to six figures? I'm not allowed to answer that. But, no. <laughs> you can answer. No, I don't make anywhere close to six figures. I, I won't lie. I, for the longest time, I was like in the mid thirties. And then when asshole consultant came around, now I'm in the low forties. Um, but it's, uh, but when you don't have, you know, I've, again, I'm going to point this out, boys. You don't buy fucking cars with a loan. Okay. That's one of the biggest things right there. Okay. Um, so that was huge. I always pay cash for my cars. So I don't have a car loan. 
with cheap ass cars, you don't have expensive insurance. Um, the other thing, um, oh, the rental property. That's the only way I could have done is rental property because for, for a while I was making money on my property. So imagine if you didn't have rent, imagine you didn't have a mortgage. Okay. Or if you did have rent or a mortgage, it was, I, I don't think I paid more than $300 a month in my entire 20 years of owning property. You knock out those two main expenses, car and rent or mortgage. You can live a good life off of 40 grand a year, guys. It, and, you know, Chad, you've seen my cars. Are they anything fancy? Well, the ones that uh, don't have air conditioning are rather <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed those. Uh, the hand roll windows. You know, the old school, like your grandparents had. You yeah. Know, yeah. Down. Ta a tape cassette deck. <laughs> yeah, tape cassette deck. Yeah. People it just. I, guys, it's not. Look. Hang on. <clears throat> I don't and know. well, and just real quick, Hang um, on. let me grab it while he's away. The, be <laughs> the best thing about rental property is that no, no. you, you will make like, you know, in your pocket, you're getting more money, but I can make it a paper loss. You know, you get to depreciate, which causes a paper loss. You're making money, but you're not paying taxes on it. I'm just telling them about depreciation with rental property. Right. So, the, yeah. Here's a book called financial longevity written by Dantarius Owens. He's a sponsor of it. Uh, certainly go ahead, get this book if you want. Uh, it's tailored towards millennials. The book I'm going to recommend you read is Poor Richard's Retirement. Even though it's about retirement, the, the key point about Poor Richard's Retirement is it's spending. You don't control how much you make. That is largely out of your hands. You can influence it. You can, you can guide it over time the right way, but you do, you know, you don't make six figs um, you know, just ran. I mean, it's, it's determined by other shit and you putting in a ton of work or you just don't spend your money on stupid shit and spending is 100% in control. It's kind of like dieting and exercise. I don't know, Chad, you probably run into this. <clears throat> if your goal is simply to lose weight, not work, not get buff, but just to lose weight. Women have a choice. Women want to lose weight. They don't want to get buff. So say women want to lose it. They have a choice. They can eat less or they can eat the same and then they have to work out more. Right. And if you eat what you want, <clears throat> you consume, now you have to work out, out more. The easiest way is to simply not eat as much. And it's the same thing with finances. Don't spend your fucking money on stupid shit you don't need. Period. End of discussion. Almost every finance lesson I've ever written, uh, uh, poor Richard's retirement goes into the psychological process of how to deprogram yourself from becoming a materialist. But that's it. That's how you do it is you just, that that's what I make. And that's how I can, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a big fancy place. I'm in a small one bedroom right now. Uh, but it's just living cheaply guys. That's it. That's all there is. You got time for a 30 second, uh, Mrs. Elkins story. Sure. I love Mrs. Elkins stories. So this was probably a couple years ago or a year ago or something. Um, I, my mom's like, you know what? how come you haven't found anybody nice to date and all this? And I'm like, <laughs> mom, because actually it was last summer when they were visiting me here in Chicago. This is after the cuddle welcomes. Yeah. Yeah. But she knew it. She, she doesn't, did she forget? That's like, Hey, how come Hiroshima in 1946 isn't a vacation spot? Did she not remember? Well, let's just set that aside. Okay. And for the right. purposes of the story, okay. no, she didn't know, but she's just like, Oh, you know, d date other people. And I'm like, mom, look around this city. Because, you know, here it's just yeah. full of fat fucking people downtown. And so I, I go, Mom, you see that? And she's like, yeah. And I go, 
And, and she goes, well, Chad, it's hard for women to keep their date, their weight down. Like she wasn't siding with me. She's just like, well, it's hard for them. to. Wow. She's that team woman is a thing, isn't it? I was like, so what? I'm supposed to go to the gym, stay in shape, but it's hard for them to no, do. No, no, no. What? It's easy for no. Your mom. See, that's team woman. Your mom's not even aware. She say, I didn't believe it, but but my mom was the same thing. You're like, there's nothing wrong with her. It's like, mom, I need to want to fuck it, and then I I maybe have a little bit more direct and cursy conversations with my mom, uh, my mom, and uh, that shocked her into like, yeah, if I want to date that, I need to want to fuck it. And says, you're not going to fuck it. Your opinion on female beauty doesn't matter. Because uh, women, they don't. Even your own mom who should be in your own interests and blah, blah, blah. It always goes to default team woman. Well, she's a nice personality and she's not fat. Dude. She's, exactly. she's fine. And it, that's, but yeah, it, it's, and, and that's a lie. Oh, it's hard for women. Your mom's in shape for God's sh- for God's sake. She's in very good shape. What do you mean? They- well, so what? She has to suffer and be in shape, but everyone else on her team can be fat. Well, the part that pisses me off is she knows that I I run a lot. I go to the gym. I do what everything I can to not get fat. Yet, you know, well, it's hard for women to do that. Just ah, uh, uh. well, that you know. Here's where you pat them on the head, realize they're female and different psychology, and thanks, mom. I'll go find a fat lard ass to get the jaws of death to open up the cavity. So I might access her vagina and then maybe you'll get grandkids. Nah. We'll call the kids the, the, you know, cavity kid or whatever. I don't know. It... God bless my sister for giving my mom a grandkid. Um, <laughs> anyway, we are in the clear. What else we got for super chats? All righty. Ray John has another burning question for you. Uh, it's going to be a porn star actress. I got to look up. No, you don't have to look it up, right. uh, but he wants to know for $2 Canadian, would you bang Jack Donovan? No. All right. Next question. For $2, <laughs> for $2 and for $2, neither. No. <laughs> $2 Canadian. Um, so less. Um, all right. Bacon for $2.23. Preferred melee weapon to take on Antifa? Hashtag machete. That's Bacon's preferred uh, mm, weapon. No. Hella beard. <laughs> I was going to say math. They'll encounter math and they'll just <laughs> die of a heart attack. Ooh. Um, uh, okay. Hella beard. Yeah. A pike. Hella beard. Something, something link. I've been listening to a lot of like ancient warfare history podcasts. So it's all the phalanx lowered their hella beards and then and, and, and the pikes flanked them on the right. And I'm like, oh, okay. They got range. I'm actually figuring out what these weapons are. Well, in the past 36 hours, I've watched The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and then The Scorpion King. So there's a lot of ancient old um, weapons there. Are you really bored or something? Well, just hanging out. (laughs) I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, All right. All right. So high alpha for $2. What the fuck? Net present value... $5 $5 million with discount rate 7% requires greater than $300,000 a year. We're skipping this because how much was it? Did he donate? $2. Yeah, see, when you donate $2 and it doesn't give you enough characters to ask a question, we'll just take the money and run. So either donate enough money to ask your fucking question or not. Maybe so thanks for the two bucks. I, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Move on. We got to go. We got to go. All right, all right. go. I got to hit the gym. GF okay. is coming back. We got shit to do. 
All right. This one, Arcady. You remember Arcady? Ah, God, yes, our Ashkenazi uh, agent in the field. Yes. For $20, Arcady okay. says, Hey, guys, how can such entitled, loaded with money people live in such a filthy conditions in San Francisco, which is where I believe Arcady lives? So, are they really rich though with that? What I'm, yeah, what I'm trying to figure out is, are they really rich? I mean, that that's the whole Silicon Valley. I know a lot of those people are rich, you know. Well, right there. the the owners are, but if you make a hundred thousand in Silicon Valley, that's not that much. San it's Francisco, really hundred thousand, that's middle income. So I don't think they're that rich. Housing now, costs are awful out yeah, there. Yeah, you would just, you know, you do a cost of living adjustment. Uh, it's you. You do need a hundred thousand. Like I had a client. He's like, I make a hundred fifty in New York City. He's like, it's not as much as you think. I'm like, yeah, half of it goes to the state, and then about half of that goes to your rent. I bet. And, then and sales uh, tax and all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm sure there's some rich people that live there because they want to be near work. That's where their their work is. Cheryl Sandberg, I'm sure lives, you know, in San Francisco or somewhere near there. Um, so we've been bashing, you know, Portland and Seattle and other um, podcasts. To me, San Francisco is probably the last place in the United States I would live. I can't think of a city I would be less likely to. Have you been there? Yes, many you times have. for work. Yeah. Okay. I just I I'd switch it around. Like you couldn't give. I've never been to Portland. I would never that Pacific Northwest area in general, like Tacoma, Seattle, or Portland. I would rather live in San Francisco than the Pacific oh. Northwest. Because uh, at least at least San Francisco has the sun. There's some hill, but uh, and the some when I was there. Now keep in mind that was ten years ago. But when I was there, I'm like, okay, there are some California girls here, but that that Portlandia, the other white meat uh, of the Pacific Northwest. I know, uh, but maybe it's worse now in, in San Francisco. But I'd rather be in San Francisco than Portland or Seattle. I guess what I with Portland, you know, we went to different neighborhoods where my sister and, and her friends lived. And it's like there are some OK, like sane areas, you know, mm -hmm. San Fran. Like, I, I don't know where that would exist in San Fran. I don't know the city well, but they just seem like a bunch of crazies there. Yeah. So. Um, so we're, we're caught up, but I just got to say, I know I always say this. I really hope you and Arcady get to do a stream sometime. I really do. We will um, when I write books. I look here, here's, and maybe this is what we got to do. Everyone keeps saying, Aaron, go do this with this guy. Aaron, go do that with that guy. One, you got to contact them, especially if they're big. Everyone, oh, go on Joe Rogan, go on uh, Stephen Mullen. Well, contact them and have them contact me because again, it's rude for the lesser viewed person to just invite him. So it's rude for anybody to invite somebody on a show. Yeah, it, that's it true. Is. It's just, it's just rude. Usually wait for the, the guest. I'm sorry, the host to invite the guest on. Sure. So that. But if you want, Arcady's busy as fuck. He is. He, yeah. He's busy as hell too. It's not like he's just lying around twiddling his thumbs. No, I'm busy. As, yeah. Oh. And if you, if you really want to not to, but money talks, bullshit walks, you throw me a hundred bucks. Okay. Me and Arcady might go and, and might do that, but this is not to make more money. It's just, there's, I got a triage shit. You know, I had, I had to move. No, no, I had to do all this stuff. No, yeah. I know. I only said it cause I know he's listening and I came across Arcady's channel in like 2007. So wow. for me, that's pretty cool to have. If you guys ever end up doing that, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, it, it, but I'm just saying in general, if you guys want me to like, I really want you to do this topic, send it to asshole consulting. I, you know, it, it's, um, there's only so much in the day. I mean, and we're not even through even any of the articles really that I want. 
wanted to get to. Oh, really? Well, not worth through some, but uh, but not a lot. Uh, are we caught up on the super chats? Yes, as far as I can tell, and I do think you went back and got all of them, so cool. I think it's good. Good, yeah. I feel good. Um, there was an article in the L.A. Times. And what they're doing now is someone will send you an article. It'd be a good article. Maybe it's not well-written, but it tells you something very insightful. It's a article that's germane, and then you'll read it or forward it or something like that. And then when you go back to visit it, all of a sudden it's behind a paywall because what the newspapers are doing, newspapers, news sites are doing is if it gets too much traffic, they'll put it behind a paywall. And so the article was in the LA Times, came out a couple of days ago. It was about how millennials are... Uh, ditching traditional religions for crystals, astrology, tarot cards, and stuff like that. Huh. And I'm like, oh, I got to read. And this came from um, Tim, our uh, other agent in the field. So I went to the LA Times. It's behind a paywall. I'm like, damn it. But what's funny is when I searched millennials ditching religion, uh, there's another article written a year ago about the exact same thing. So the LA times is just maybe updating it. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but I like picking on the millennials. So would you like to hear about the millennials in their newfound religion? I'm, I, I'm always up for hearing about millennials and their uh, fuckery. They, they are the future chat and they are so much more. They're the most educated generation ever. And oh, yeah. you see, they're too smart. You see, they're atheists and agnostics. They're too smart for a religion chat. Those dumbass Christians. But here we are. <clears throat> they are going after witchcraft and astrology. And the picture of these people, it's on Market Watch. Uh, the title, if you guys want to follow along, Why Millennials Are Ditching Religion for Witchcraft and Astrology. I'll tell you just looking at these people because they're weak-minded fools and they want to have immediate value and agency without putting in any kind of effort or any kind of studying or catechism into actually becoming a Jew, into becoming a Christian or becoming a Muslim or becoming a Buddhist. Wiccan. Um, Wiccan. <laughs> Wiccan, you don't have to do anything. I right. dated a Wiccan priestess. She just filed in for something. She became a Wiccan priest. You know why there's so many female Wiccan priestesses? Because you don't have to do anything. You have to do shit. <laughs> you know, hey, here's my money, and I'm a priestess. The great in bed. John John Steele will, will vouch for it. They're great in bed. Haven't seen him in the chat today. Huh? When Coco Lane, right off the bat, there we go. Coco, your, your parents wanted you to fail in life. When Coco Lane, a Brooklyn-based producer, meets someone new these days, the first question that comes up in conversation isn't where do you live or what do you do, but what's your sign? So many millennials read their horoscopes every day and believe them, Lane, who is involved in a number of non-religious spiritual practices, said. It's a good reference point to identify and uh, place people in the world. Interest in spirituality has been booming in recent years while interest in religion plummet. Okay, all right. Chad, is there a difference between spirituality and religion? Uh, in my opinion, yes. Okay. What What would your difference be? For me, religion is something formal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like been, been around for, I don't know, centuries, you know, whatever. It has a canon of work or yes. rules. Okay. There's there's literature, you know, there's... there's but spirituality, anybody can say they're fucking spiritual, you know? Am I okay, off on I, this or no, you're you're right. You're right. That that is the that would be the difference. But I would say on a genetic level, there is no difference. It's okay. all bullshit. It's all oh, bullshit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I will admit the traditional religions 
uh, are more legitimate in the sense that you point out and that they're, yeah, you just can't like, Hey man, I'm a Jew. Uh, no, you gotta go study the Talmud and the Torah. And there's some, uh, there's a process and you have to follow some rules and laws. Whereas people like, I'm not religious. I'm just spiritual. Uh, those obviously are just lazy fucks who, you know, want to have something to believe in and, and have value for free. But on the genetic level, it's all bullshit. And I would also argue the vast majority of people who, quote, are religious, you know, who actually attend church or believe in this or whatever, are also posers. No one is doing it for God or Gaia or Vishnu or Allah. It is always a secular, usually greedy human self-serving reason, ulterior reason that they are either spiritual or religious. But on a fundamental level, astrology, tarot cards, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddha, all bullshit. And I'm, I'm waiting for the day to someone give me empirical proof uh, that is not their 8,000-year-old book, like according to the scientific method, to prove to me that you guys are the right one. Because the second that happens, I will join. Because you've proven it. <clears throat> but if you just say, well, it says here in this book, found at the Council of Nicaea, 300 years after the guy died that he said he died and we don't know really who wrote it. <laughs> and oh, by the way, if you don't believe this, you're going to go to hell. There's a bag of dicks at the bag of dick store. You guys can all go suck on. Right. So give, it, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I, if you, if this is all right, I wanted to give you a quick 30 second story about uh, dating apps on point. Everything you're saying, this has to do with what you're saying. Okay. Real quick. So I had just moved out of Karunokunokulukan's um, place. I got into my own place. And, you know, I get on these dating apps. This is over a year ago. And the very first, one of the first people I meet, within five minutes, she says to me, oh, so I'm really into tarot card reading. You know, I'm going to one tonight. What do you think I did? Do you think I even hung around there? Do you nope. think? <clears throat> like, no, sorry. And just split. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Right. That but here's. But your point previously is is a point I'm also going to make about this is that if you're going to be legitimate about your religion and you're actually going to practice, you know, Islam, Judaism, whatever, and you're serious about it, that takes work. And then it also takes, I would say, a morality to follow the rules. So I'm I'm not necessarily against religion because without religion, frankly, civilization would not exist. It right. is good to have rules. It's good to have the 10 commandments, you know. You can't just have anarchy and antifa killing each other. Right? There is, it is, but then when it, it is so telling of the millennials and I'm sorry guys, until I hear some good news coming from the millennials and not the, the, the elite group that hang out here and tune in. But like when I see an article of CNN saying millennials going back to school in record numbers to, to brush up on STEM until I see that. And I see all these articles of basically millennials being lazy fucks, once again, trying to find meaning and purpose in life that avoids work. I'm going to keep, you're going to be my kicking dog because it's just, it's, it's hypocritical. You need to be kicked. <clears throat> so yeah, whatever about that. But, uh, good reference point. Interest in spirituality has been booming in recent years while interest in religion plummets, especially among millennials. The majority of Americans now believe it is not necessary to believe in God to have good morals. That's true. A study from Pew Research Center found the percentage of people between ages 18 and 29 who never doubt existence of God fell from 81 in 2007 to 67 in 2012. Meanwhile, more than half of the young adults in the U.S. believe astrology is a science. Really? 
more than half think astrology is a fucking science. Oh. And what's sad is, is it because they think it's astronomy and they don't know the difference? Or do they actually believe astronomy? In either case, you're fucking stupid. Compared to less than 8% of the Chinese public, the psychic services industry, which includes astrology, aura reading, mediumship, tarot card reading, and palmistry, among other metaphysical services, grew 2% between 2011 and 2016. Well, that's barely anything. It's now worth $2 billion annually. You think maybe they meant to put a zero? Mm, well, math was never their strong suit. <laughs> math was never. <laughs> and then here's a picture of this Chinese gal with black lipstick and a skull of a boar. Ugh. Because, of course, Melissa Jane, owner of Brooklyn-based Metaphysical Boutique, said she has seen a up, major uptick in interest in the occult in the past five years, especially among New Yorkers in the 20s. The store offers workshops like Witchcraft 101 in Australia. See, Chad, you should become a palm reader. Just learns the basic bitch palm reading. And use that to pick up on some millennial tale. I was going to say, that's how I get the girls pretend uh, to be a fucking lunatic with this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't want a CPA who makes good money. Hell no. They want a tarot card reader with long hair. Yeah, you get hippie dreads. And then and then you get like your curved beard. You like groom your beard like the millennial boys do. God, I've forgotten about that story till now. <laughs> uh, uh, whether it be spell casting, tarot, astrology, meditation in trance, or herbalism, these traditions offer tangible ways for people to enact change in their lives, she said. For a generation that I grew up in a world of being industry, environmental destruction, larger depression. Yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. All right, lady, which paid for every fucking thing you've ever owned and toxic social structures, all of which seem too big to change. This could be incredibly attractive. Like the existence of God, however, there's no actual scientific proof. No. Astrology has been debunked by numerous academic studies, but Banu Guler, co-founder of artificial intelligence-powered astrology app CoStar, said the lack of structure in the field is exactly what drives young, educated professionals to invest their time and money into the practice. <laughs> educated professionals. Fuck you. Quotations. Fuck you, people. You're, you're not you're not being cute you're not being clever you're not being coy it's painfully obvious to anyone with an iq above 100 you guys are lazy fucks looking for purpose and meaning in life as long as it doesn't take any effort or sacrifice that's it <clears throat> hey you know what we should do what should we do what let's uh let's look up our 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 astrology thing i'm cancer i know that <laughs> astrology what what is it called? Your your reading? What what are they called? Your sign. Your sign. I know it's your sign, but what do they call it? like your oh, day? Horoscope, your horoscope, horoscope. Horoscope. Yeah. Horoscope. Dude, you wouldn't believe how many women <clears throat> will list that. I mean, I don't do dating apps anymore, but like everybody used to be so like you know I I get along with this person. I like, ugh, you know, Chad. Water signs. Chad. Huh. They are strong, independent woman. TM. You don't need no fish, no bicycle. Trademark, can you shut your fucking goddamn misogynist ass up? All right, this is serious astrology shit. Okay, Oprah level crap, the talk level crap, the view level crap. Okay, you just sit there with your with your accounting rules, whatever career that could possibly create. Me and my debt free self will just butt out of this one. Um. <laughs> Why do you hate women so much, Chad? Ah, as Tom Likas used to say. I don't hate women. I hate bitches. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let me see what it says. 
if you spend too much time thinking about how to make everything equal and fair between you and your friends, you will create way too much work for yourself. Life just isn't fair all the time, as difficult as that may be for you to acknowledge. It's a messy affair full of selfishness and selflessness. Look at the big picture. As long as you think things are genuinely equitable, don't worry. You mustn't get bogged down in counting nickels and dimes because that only applies to me, not anybody else. You're a what? You are a you were a, a Scorpio. What were you? Cancer. You are a Cancer. A nagging problem at home can wait a few more days. Focusing on it too hard right now will only put more pressure on the situation. Step outside yourself and find a way to explore what is going on in other people's lives because that is where you can really affect some changes. Your insight is needed to help a friend untangle a confusing situation. See, I needed you for Super Chats today. That's why I'm here. You don't know all the facts yet, but when you do, you'll immediately know how to proceed. See, isn't that nice, Chad? Nice and generic and oddly (laughs) specific to any human being ever. Astrology isn't the only spiritual field overwhelmed by demand. Danielle Ayoka, you you want to talk about Operation Evil? I should just go become a tarot card economist or something like that. I really just you'd get a big following. Trust me. I would. Me. Yeah. Daniel Ayoka, the spot, the founder. They're all founders. You know, they never worked up. Never senior manager at you know tarot card reading and corporate. They all found something on the internet. And something tells me none of them are LLCs or incorporations. Something tells me if I go to this website, it's not that big. Oh, it's a private blog, so you can't go there. Uh, Founder of spiritual subscription service Mystic Lipstick said her customer base is growing exponentially. The self-described astrologer sells a Mystic Box subscription, which includes crystals, Reiki-infused bath salts, and incense. Customized to the unique energy of the current moon cycle for fifteen dollars a month. And she, oh. she's she's smart. She's smart. Oh I like my god! <laughs> Come on, Danielle. Dude. I'm not picking on you anymore. You 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 go, girl. You. Go. I ain't slept in over a day, and this stuff is. <laughs> she says she's seen a seventy five percent increase in her audience in the past year. When I started my journey in 2010, I was the weirdo. No, but you guys are not on journeys. You are not on journeys. You're not passionate. You're not a professional. You're not independent-minded. And none of you have been on fucking journeys. You're just losers. Adam Piggott has been on a journey. Read his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's a journey. Now it's becoming more and more normalized. I believe it's because more people are looking to heal. Millennials are much more open-minded. No, they're dupes. They're fucking here. There's pictures of... Now, what other weed do you think might be prevalent in this uh, type of industry chad well it's one that by coincidence is going to be legalized in the state of illinois on january 1st 2020 did you know that that will solve your problems well might help the tax problems (laughs) (laughs) actress turned ceo gwyneth paltrow oh ceo she set up an an llc and just called herself ceo um spiritual wares on her websites a jade egg that costs $66 has its roots in ancient Taoist practice. Her $85 goop medicine bag is inspired by shaman's medicine bag. Blah, blah, blah. Be right back. I got to turn on the air. It's 90. You know what? I'm going to we'll get, we'll get some gargle. Let's let's come back. We'll yeah, let's be right back.
<clears throat> Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Ipanema goes walking. When she passes, or when she passes, goes. You know what would be funny is you and I sing that at, uh, what's it called? Uh, karaoke. Oh, hell yeah. Film that. Have the GF film that. And then everyone will hate it. Put it on YouTube. Uh, what are we looking at for Super Chats? Anything in there right now? We got. We do have a few. You want to get... Yeah, get let's, let's bang on top of those. I'm going to go through uh, sponsors here real quick. Okay. So let me see the last one. Um, oh, this is going to back to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um Bacon says for $2.23, PewDiePie should interview Clary with the brackets, you know, Clary, the, the, the echo, you know, I'm Clary. a quarter Jew. I'm not, I've never <laughs> even been to a synagogue. Never even been. I, I just, it's just by birth. I had no, I don't know the first damn thing about Judaism. Aaron Clary. Clary, um, Clary, Clary. Uh, so let's see. So yeah, get PewDiePie and his however many million subscribers to you know, you. dude. I would if that ever happened. If I ever go viral, if like the word of truth ever gets out, you know, and um, and I ever make a million, I will be so gone. All I probably would do is write books and comic books. That's probably. I mean, I probably still do asshole consulting, so I'd have something to do. But I don't think I do the blog posts anymore, and um. Be the next Scott Adams. Well, he still does Dilbert, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he still does those. But he's really active with, you know, online oh, stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, you no, he is. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so for $2, fake shark bait 700 says, blonde haired white women are the most fake women. Hmm. It's a curious. curious I don't know there. if they are. Uh, based on my dating experiences, of I've dated many different types of women of hair color. I I I think it's more culturally based. Um, I uh, no, it was it was across the board Americans. I never noted blonde women being more snooty. Um, yeah, it's really all of them. I don't know. I remember never being stood up by an Asian girl for a date. Um, Wisconsin girls were pretty fun too. But uh, culturally, it was pretty much any woman from the suburbs in Minnesota was pretty flaky and pretty arrogant. So blonde or not, goes uh, for Illinois too. Just yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think. I think it's just you could say white women in general. Not uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess a lot of the brothers are talking. You know, the the sisters are all like, "My man got to have these. You got to have that. Got to have these. Got to have that." You ever see Vince when he puts up those memes? I yeah, mean, but it's all the demands of the woman, and it says her, and it's a sack of potatoes or something. I follow, I follow his memes every day, every day. They're oh, great. They're, yeah, if you're if you ever follow me on Twitter, you want to get Vince's memes. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook jail always a threat. Oh <laughs> God, he's got some great ones. Uh, so bacon for five dollars and fifty six cents says Wiccan dog walker finally sent me the quote. I'm in a very happy relationship. Text did an entire show on it. He did. Scripted, scripted predict predictability, and she got fat. Ooh. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, tune in the goddamnbacon.com. He has a, it was a good podcast. I did listen to it. Uh, you can find me. Although here's the problem. We cannot listen to bacon anymore. Why not? Um, remember we we're speculating is bacon. The guy that called in that one time who was like, you know, 30% white, 30% Hispanic, 30% black. Uh, who I sound familiar. Uh, this one, I don't remember. Okay. Well, anyway, there was, a, and, and, and it was bacon. Turns out bacon is a quarter white. And that's why he can't listen to his racist ass. He's a quarter racist. Hmm. Can't tune in anymore. Sorry, Bacon. Yeah, sorry, Bacon. You know, if 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 he would stop being a, a quarter racist all the time, then he could. But yeah, he, he talked about that on one of his podcasts. Uh, hi, Alpha for $2. I went ahead and answered this one in the chat. Right. Uh, he asks, who has the higher T levels between Chad or Aaron? I said Atham. I said Atham has Atham higher. Is way, Atham's way off the freaking chart. I got low. Yeah. I got pretty. I, I think you probably have more than me because you're younger as well. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's the beard. No. <laughs> I got the beard too. No. I, I, well, after what you went through with Cuddlewickums, maybe maybe you do have low. I mean, because I, it it – it's beaten out of you. I mean, it really is beaten out of you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get a, I get a joke. I, I get a laugh. How did, how did, uh, what's his name? Who's the Playboy guy? Hugh Hefner. He, oh, how did he live so long? Gee, I don't know. You know, he's surrounded by hot women all the time, having sex with all of them. I don't know why he lives so long. <laughs> um, Krillin, you remember Krillin? Of course, Krillin eight seven six. Uh, for two bucks, he goes, Chad, you only think this way because of your privilege. What were we talking about earlier? Um, and what does it matter? We only think anything we think because of our privilege. We don't have independent thought. We don't. Me and my stupid financial sense. Um, all right. Murray Salcedo again for $4.99. Operation Evil Beta request. Why is Minneapolis... The best city ever in the U.S., and why should everyone move there? And go. I don't think you're going to be able to answer this one. No, no. He's he's saying to get Operation Evil is to <gasps> oh, profit. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Okay. Right. You should move to the Twin Cities. Mall of America. The Mall of America. Well, no. And sports ball. But if you really want to participate in a diverse, forward-looking, future-oriented iconic city, the model city of future America, you'd want to come to the Twin Cities um, because we we welcome all all races. Um, diversity is our strength. Um, we're going to probably get some free education. Um, women are, are, are encouraged to be leaders in our, I mean, uh, the city of Minneapolis has had two female mayors within the past 10 years. Uh, they've done a wonderful job. Our schools, our schools are the highest ranked in the nation. Um, we have great schools. You know what they say, Chad? I hope this is about the Carlson School of Management. Great teachers, great kids. Teachers. Great schools. Uh. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, it gets a little cold, but, you know, we have fun. We have the seasons. We all got yeah. the seasons here. And uh, we we welcome young people because we'll take care of you. We'll make sure that you don't starve and that you got low affordable tuition. Like you could attend our Carlson School of Management online <laughs> program for $90,000. Um, World-class institutions because everyone's – the world has heard of the Carlson School of Management, right? Uh, according to the website, that's what right. they said. Right. And uh, we got some great restaurants. We have great restaurants. And, um, yeah, it's just a great place, Chad. So everyone should move here. 
Yeah, like I was going to say something about Sebastian Joes and the Pavarotti, but I think you covered it. No, so um, that's 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 nothing important. And, oh, and we have light rail. We have light rail that carries you ah. four places. And Prince, I heard, came from uh, the Twin Cities. Prince came so, from here, so oh. you should all come here and buy housing. Uh, Bright Condos, downtown Minneapolis, absolutely, because Prince is from here. Don't forget Amy. How do you say her name? Klobuchar. Running Klobuchar. Klobuchar. Yeah. I bet you voted for her. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I'd say you did pretty well on that one. Good. Good. Uh, okay. What was next? Evan Iyer for $2. This is too broad. How to report crypto on taxes. I use Coinbase. Basically, the, the IRS has said that these are like having stocks. It's not currency. So it's like you bought a certain amount of um, Coinbase I, um, or Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. And if you sold it, you have to know what your basis was. You have to know what it was sold for and capital gains. IRS is having the hardest time tracking this. So most people don't even do it. Okay. Good to know. Uh, okay. Next. Hi, Alpha. <laughs> For two dollars asks why is the alt-right poor obese trailer trash uh as i was talking about before when i was reading a fan's email our team quote unquote <clears throat> sucks and the reason why is any kind of movement will attract people that have nothing else going on in their lives and then want to be part of an ism and so just because you happen to be conservative or right-leaning or libertarian or or the alt, you know an alternative you know the alt-right uh was an alternative to the dinosaur republican rhinos uh then it is quickly populated with i wouldn't even say necessarily radicals or extremists though that too but true losers who have nothing else going on in their lives i mean the you, pickup artist is totally like this like i know how to pick up girls and chicks and it's like who the fuck are you and why are you hiding behind an avatar you know like how do i know why should i buy your book if i don't even know what you look like and i don't have any proof of you so any kind of um Ism will attract uh, political movements as well. Is it going to attract people who ne don't necessarily believe or practice uh, the the principles of that ism? I never saw you as part of the alt, alt right. Did you ever? Well, but, but in its original definition, but everything moves so quickly and is co opted by just these losers. The alt right was originally an alternative to the old school rhino republican party more like a younger hey stop being fuddy-duddy and stop bending over and spreading your ass cheeks for the democrats and letting them fuck you all the time why don't you stand up and say no to immigration lower taxes things like that but like any kind of movement out of the word work comes the losers of society that just want to glom onto something since it's new and not really official or ordered and I was naive in this, like when there was like this conservative movement or libertarian movement online, <clears throat> you take people that are like, oh yeah, they're great philosophers, they're pot, and then when you meet them and you find out what these people really are, they don't practice what they preach. They're just looking for a club to belong to. And these are the biggest losers ever where they're trying to, just like millennials going and going, getting tarot cards or spirit crystals, those are losers. Same thing if you are relying upon an ism or political cause to give you value. Right. And so you normally see that on the left. You think the right would be immune from it, but it's not. Every every movement, political or not. So then as lesser quality people, more extremists start to join it, The uh, they give it a bad name. So the alternative right, which at one time would have been just like, yeah, we're not the Republicans. We're like a new Republican Party, or the Tea Party could, could be considered it. 
all of a sudden you got people running over protesters in Charlotte and saying, let's kick out all the Jews. And now the word is tainted. Um, and same yeah. thing with like MGTOW. One time MGTOW meant like, I'm done. I'm reprioritizing women from first place in life to like eighth or not at all. And then your virgin towels and your incels. And then, you know, your Roger Federer, no, not Roger Federer. That's a tennis player. Tennis player. Who's, who's Elliot Rogers? Why is oh, that? right, right. Yeah. You know, he goes and shoots up. Okay. Well now MGTOW is ruining, you know, it's kind of like, well, I'm not a MGTOW, you know, I'm, I'm ghost. So, you know, you could even say feminism was at one time, you know, Hey, equal treat of women. All right. Now I hate men and their penises need to be chopped off. Well, okay. Raw feminism. That's, I honestly never really understood what the alt-right was. I mean, is it PUAs? Is it MRAs? Is no, it- in its original form, it was an alternative to old-school establishment Republican Party. That's what it was. You know. Okay. Get rid of John Boehner. Get rid of uh, Mitch, Mitch uh, McConnell. Um, oh, yeah. Get rid of these lifetime career politicians that don't stand for anything and breathe some new life back into the party. Uh, that's, that's what it was. It really didn't have anything to do with pickup artistry or something, but you could even say the red pill was like that, you know, at the red pill, like, yeah, here's some guys like, Hey, let me share some stuff with you. And, and we went through divorce. We went through dating, da, da, da. And then all of a sudden a bunch of no names and a bunch of people hiding behind avatars knew they could make money off of it. Like, Hey, pick up, learn how to pick up chicks with my patented system. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's what you got to look at. Beckloff is real depressed over this because he's like, I can't believe I was part of this group. It's like, well, you're part of the group when it was cool, when it was legit and sincere. And now you're not part of it because yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of tards and spurgs basically. Yeah. I don't even think it's really around anymore. Is no, it? no, guy? it's not. No. Uh, okay. For $2 Canadian TZ. What's this $2 shit? Jesus Christ. All right. I, well, search me, man. $2 donate. You're going to get $2 answers. Cause we got to get going. Uh, Elkins, what assets do you have besides a house? I don't even have a house, so I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I don't have debt. That's the biggest asset. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, Atham, for two bucks, Chaparrito, how's that gut elimination process (laughs) going? Chaparrito. It's going well. Uh, Good. I actually did lose like probably three pounds of fat uh, because I went on a pretty hard go. That's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go work out. That's why we got to through it but yeah it was like no carbs and you know what it is everybody knows what it is it's just there's also no time to work out but like i said last week all of a sudden the clouds parted the skies cleared up and now i got time to do shit again so i'm also in a pretty pretty good mental mood as well do you uh do intermittent fasting at all or you just don't eat no i just don't eat breakfast and um, okay yeah i usually eat around one or two in the afternoon and then then off to the races i go Okay. I don't see any other super chats here. Sweet. Let's get some sponsors out of the way. Uh, I talked about the Pence principle. Did I? I think I did earlier today. Um, the four pillars of the neo-Renaissance man. Okay. Uh, God, I can't read the, the I'm sorry, man. The font is too small. I can't read it. Basically, it's uh, how to be a man in a leftist, communist, anti-male world. It's a short essay. Well, not short essay. It's a you know significant essay um, written by a military man, retired, and I would uh, read it if I had the time. Um, you can find that on Amazon.com. Um, Going Home to Cherry Valley. I don't have a copy of that book. You could find that on Amazon or Lulu, written by M.L. Lewis. A story about a man who leaves his wife 
and goes to start his life again in his hometown of Cherry Valley. But then she comes back. And that's when the MGTOW goodness happens. Uh, I already looked up that. I already did that. RDK Legal. Go to rdklegal.com and talk to Russell if you're about to get divorced, want to get divorced, thinking about divorce. Or, Chad, when's the best time to talk to a divorce lawyer? Uh, how about any time, whether you're before you get married before or before you get yeah. married. And, uh, Russell is licensed in Illinois and Florida. So if you happen to be there, consider contacting Russell over at rdklegal.com, academiccomposition.com. Go there. If you want to go and make some money writing other people's papers in college, because why should they do that when outsourcing is what smart, successful corporations do? Like the Carlson School of Management should just automatically give you an MBA if you pay somebody else to do all your homework, right? I mean, what do they care? They got your money. It's they got their money. Them. You know, That's dude, how my school was. It's, it's kind of funny. Like a lot of, I know a lot of professors and teachers in college will do this to make money on the side. And if they find out their kids are doing it, they don't give a shit. They just don't care. These are accredited <laughs> institutions. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, if you're a student and you need someone to write a paper for you because, fuck, you don't want to do it, and I don't blame you, go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. mngoldbuyer.com, if you want to go ahead and buy some precious metals, be it gold, silver, or others, you can go to mngoldbuyer.com, contact Mike, and let him know that Cappy sent you. You can also call him directly, 763 657 seven eight four three that's seven six three six five seven seven eight four three and if you'd like to advertise on the show you can it's a hundred dollars a month you get a cappy the horror for for video on youtube we uh, plug you on the show i put a link on the website all that other good stuff and i guarantee you absolutely nothing usually it's worth one month of advertising that's about it but for some people like alex it's worth it even more. But uh, yeah, if you want to sell something, let me know. Just contact me. Go to uh, I don't know, Cap Capital, Captain Capitalism.blogspot.com or AnselConsulting.com and contact me there. Um, I'll save the rest of the sponsors for later. Any podca- uh, podcasts, any super chats now? We are caught up. Good. Let me get to. <clears throat> um, what's your favorite profession in the world? Who, who, who's your favorite type of worker in the world? Teachers. Teachers. Because they change lives. And they're not working at all right now. Yeah, they're not. Uh, did you see this hot chick that was banging a 13-year-old? Oh, she, she got like 20 years or something? 20 years, yeah. She has, yeah. To, she has to do it. But Brittany Zamora, 28, and says she's a good and genuine person. See, she's genuine. She's genuine, so that's all right. A genuine pedophile, perhaps. Well, well but hang on. You know what she had to say that would have avoided her getting 20 years of jail? Um, I have a vagina. Give me my pussy No, pets. all she had to do say she's a good, genuine, and passionate person. Oh, passionate. See, passion or passionate is, is the magic word of the millennial generation where you just have to say you're passionate about it, and then the laws of reality happen to go away. Oh, just reality. Passionate. Yeah. See, I'm passionate about communications. That's why my communications degree will make me a million dollars a year because I'm passionate about it. Uh, police say she had sex with a boy multiple times, both in her car and her classroom, including one occasion where an 11-year-old pupil was in the room acting as a lookout. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? 
All right. <clears throat> we don't need to read about that. Um, You're right. She's not terrible looking, but still. No, I do her. I just, it's just, you know, I don't have to go through the whole thing. It'll continue to happen. I've never been able to figure out why hot 20 something women are banging middle school boys. Like, and a lot of them are married. Like, don't you, can you just walk into a bar and get a rip 32 year old investment banker? Like, can't you just get something? I mean, what is it about 13 year old boys or uh, a 16 year old kid? I admit I've never understood that either. (laughs) Maybe they have Uh, a, a, a husband that doesn't do it for them. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, hang on. Uh, this article was on Chapin's show. And I found it real interesting, uh, not because of the article itself, but I wanted to follow up on who these people are. And you tell me if you think they're going to be mechanics, engineers, army sergeants, doctors, or... Worth Again, once again, worthless fucking millennials looking to avoid work. Uh, This is from the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Halifax-based group champions consent at festivals and events. Because I know when I go to a festival or an event, I want little snot-nosed kids sermoning me and lecturing me about consent. Right, Chad? I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? I mean, because growing up in a Christian environment wasn't fucking invasive enough. No, now I need these self-proclaimed Nazi do-gooders to come in here and lecture me about consent. Oh, because they have so much real-world experience. (laughs) Well, why would you self-declare yourself? Now, they call themselves the consent kitties, and they dress up like little cats. They put little ears on their heads, including this guy. You just want to punch. What? What does it tell you about their personality that they just self-declare themselves as consent kitties? Uh, it's certainly nobody who I'd want to hang out with soon. Um, yeah. It's worse. Well, what? What? tell me. like what? Uh... This is about as evil as it gets. Where these people are going to lord ungiven authority. They were not voted in. They're given no legal authority. They're just going to self-proclaim themselves some kind of authority figure to go in there and lecture you and basically lord self-conferred power over you. They're too damn lazy to even run for office. They're too damn lazy to actually go become a cop. They just want to like, instead, they are so afraid of work. They're so afraid of actually producing something of value that all they want to do is become busybody Nazi tyrant uh, nannies and lord over moral behavior. And they get to arbitrarily determine what moral behavior, and they arbitrarily decide we're in charge now. And if I ever had one of these people come up to me, I would punch them. (laughs) I would just be like, get the fuck out of here. Well, I just want to say, you are five seconds away from me considering this harassment. I'm going to fucking punch you. And it would be probably even worth going to jail. Because no one has taught these kids that they're not superior, they're not entitled to power, they're not entitled to lecture or moralize or intervene on people's uh, uh, personal or uh, private interactions with one another. I mean, think of the arrogance and hubris and and the disconsideration or the lack of consideration for other people's privacy and rights to go in and think you're going to regulate the interaction between people in public events. You got to be a megalomaniac to have that kind of attitude. 
And if you look at their faces, you can tell. You could just tell. They know exactly what they're doing. They're avoiding work. (laughs) So whose role is it to step in and be like, "Uh uh-uh? You know, how do you do that? Well, it's it's like the mother. Have you ever been cock blocked by a mother hen? Oh, yeah. You have like the usually a larger woman. Right, right. Every guy's had that. That's that is the type. Do you want those type of people to start forming groups and then running for public office or just randomly going around claiming to be the consent kitties? That uh, is not something I would be hoping for ever. (laughs) Not kidding. I want to get a bunch of guys who got terminal cancer, but it's not making them weak, like, you know, say pancreatic cancer. We call the um, uh, the freedom fighters. And we go find the consent kitties. And anytime they interrupt somebody, we beat the crap out of them and say, sorry, go about your business. These people won't be bothering you anymore. <laughs> uh, so here it is. As festival season ramps up, a group of volunteers is working to make Nova Scotia's music and dancing scene safer. No, they're not. I guarantee you when we look these people up, which is what we're going to do because nobody else did, uh, you're going to find out they have nothing else going on in their lives. Uh, they're called Consent Kitties. Their slogan is simple, just ask. Prevention of sexual harassment, assault, and abuse is incredibly needed, said Katrina Enserink. You want me to look her up? Uh, if you have the right spelling. I okay. think I already know what she looks like. But oh, you can guess. Yeah. Now, what do you think she's a student of? I'm going to say it ends in studies. I'll say either gender studies or women's studies or, um, yeah, am I close? No. Oh, we're looking her up now. You're close. Uh, She's in social work. So she's going to work for the government. Um, She's on SoundCloud. I wonder how many people she has following her. 13 followers. Well, she's a hardworking gal. What was that name again? Hold on. Enserink. E-N-S-E-R-I-N-K. Okay. What was the last name? That's that's her last name. Katrina is her first name. Katrina. Okay, let me see. JJ oh. Steves and Katrina Essering team up. This is a I Facebook. found it. Yeah, look at this. Oh my god, this is so sad. Yeah, I'm I mean, on the like, SoundCloud. <laughs> if you look at her if if the YouTube, not the YouTube's, the Google's is anything to go by on this person's account. You look me up, you look you up, you find, oh, he's a CPL. This guy was a banker at one time and he has this company. This is such government grant handout for worthless people to go be busybodies. Uh, JJ Steves and Katrina Inserink team up to bring Crash, spelled C C C R A S A, like crash to students at Cole Harbor District High School. Crash. Creating comments for consent relationships and sexual health. Oh, I found her Facebook. Oh, okay. What's she look like? I mean, she doesn't look terrible, and apparently she's dating somebody, but like everything in here is just it says community educator at Avalon sure. Sexual Assault Center. Right. Raising um, awareness, bringing awareness, talking about and creating yeah. partnerships. It's nothing we we don't need anything like this. Right. And that's But fuck what you need, Chad. I'm gonna get in between you and that redhead when you start chatting her up over at the bar, okay? Okay. I mean, poor poor me and my toxic masculinity. Um we recognize a need for it and a need for there to be more of a prioritization of sending out a message about consent and respecting each other. Like, do they go to a school? 
to learn about how to use these words that mean absolutely nothing? I think they just read too much ExoJane or BuzzFeed or whatever whatever that stuff is on. Con- consent kitties act as a safe presence in settings where music is playing. People are dancing and liquor is flowing like outdoor festivals and dance parties at clubs. The group consists of about 20 core members who don fuzzy ear headbands, show up to events, and raise awareness for the importance of consent on that dance floor. What a f- you know Buzz Killington from, uh, from Family Guy? Yeah, yeah, the uh, guy. These are Buzz Killingtons. These are the assholes that show up. The people actually are getting laid, having a good old time, having fun, being adults, doing what they want to do. These assholes show up and they like start fucking busybodying people. It's like, oh, what a buzzkill. It's like the church lady that says, you can't run. Stop running, you know. <laughs> uh, if someone feels unsafe or intruded upon while they're at an event, they can approach a consent kitty and let them know. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet there's less than five times ever anyone's ever come up to these guys? I mean, I don't even think there's anybody that's ever come up I, to them. Probably not. Yeah, here it is. Uh, you can look. I don't even think they got a web page. They're such a thrown together. I'm just looking at her Facebook show. page. Yeah, I'm back to the article, but I'm looking at the consent kitties. And yeah, of course, this is it. It's all white people. She's you not guys, ugly. God, that makes like, it oh, White people vote Republican. I'm like, yeah, but the, the hardcore Marxists are uh, are white. The Nazis are white. <laughs> Look at these nut jobs. Ugh. They're missing some testosterone and they're missing some chromosomes. The first step is education. See, Chad, you've not been. Did you know that touching a woman's boobs in public is bad if you don't know her? Really? Is that why I've that, been having the hardest time? That's a know? bad. Yeah, that's a not oh. do. You don't do that. Uh, right. While the group does keep an eye on what transpires on the dance floor, Peter Nicholson, a fellow consent kitty, says the role is it to police events. No, no, of course not. <laughs> Hang on. Let's look up Pete Nicholson, although that's a, kind of a common name. Yeah, that one might be tough. I wonder if consent kitties even have a website. The girl's boyfriend's a little bit soy. They don't even have a website. So it's not a real thing. They just made it up. <laughs> they just made it up. They don't even have a. Oh, oh you no. got. Oh, this is Australia. He's a... That's not it. No, that's yeah, not that would be hard to find, I think. They don't even have a damn website. What what goes through their minds? Like, oh, we're going to form a group. Are we going to have a website? No, we're just going to wear cat outfits and go hover around music groups. Like those old furries, those freaks. Yeah, they kind of dress like that. Uh. Oh, here we go. Simply ask. Now, this is just the repeat of the... I just want to see a picture. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here's submitted by Peter Nicholson. He submitted his own picture. Yeah, you look at him and you're like, yeah, dude, you're not on my fight. You're not in my foxhole. (laughs) Go, 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 just go away. Just go away. Mm. Oh. Oh, here, it's the same picture. Uh... If something happened, we just kick someone out every single time. That will solve it for tonight, but it doesn't solve the problem tomorrow or the next day. Wow, what great. You you have created self-employment forever for a problem that doesn't exist. Ideally, we want to have an interaction with someone where it never happens again, and they're becoming an ally in what we're trying to do. It's like the goddamn Borg. 
And then Usually, they have to get real jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's all this is. That's that's all it is. But look at to the extents and lengths they'll go to avoid getting a real job, and where they'll just declare themselves authorities. Um, yeah. The Knoxville Swing Dance Group, Knoxville, Tennessee. I'll point them out because I went uh, online to find it <clears throat> when I was in Knoxville. I was going to maybe do some dancing, and they have rainbow colored bands where they're the dance ambassadors. Or something, and if you're ever harassed, da, 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 you could talk to a dance ambassador. It's like, um, or you just talk to the cops, you know, or you just say knock it off. And it's, there are groups like this just popping up, just popping up where they get they're they're self declared chaperones that no one fucking asked for. Uh, usually, you said the conversation is enough to curb bad behavior if it escalates the. Consent kitties would communicate with event security to take further action. How much do you want to bet uh, event security hates these guys? Pretty sure event security would uh, take them out themselves if they could <laughs> do it. The first step is education. That's always our primary goal to make the scene healthier, not smaller, said Nicholson. Before the, starty, the party starts, the consent kitties will often advertise that they will be attending so attendees know that it will be a consent-aware event. Oh, God, I'd rather go to church. And as people start arriving, the consent kitties distribute little cards that say, can I dance with you or can I kiss you? So people can use them to ask for consent on the dance floor. What? It's all about communication, says Nicholson. We want people to dance together and get weird and have fun, he said. We just want them to do that in a consensual way and respect each other. Honest to God, chat. anyone ever came up to me and got it, I'd, I'd fucking punch them. I'd just fucking punch them. That's what they need. They need to get their goddamn noses out of people's business, and it's not their goddamn right, and they have no legal authority to get into people's business. Uh, Ensign Rink added the public response to their work so far has been incredible. You lying quantahaha. <laughs> a lot of people have expressed that they now feel safe coming to certain events or certain spaces that they wouldn't have otherwise. She said, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see signed documents of that. Future Forest. At the end of July, a team of consent kitties will head to Future Forest, an electronic music and arts festival in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Katarina Stein, the festival's harm reduction coordinator. Ugh. I don't think millennials are ever going to have a real job. I know, Nate, aside from the five people here that listen to me who are millennials, name me anyone who's a millennial that has a real fucking job. Mm. Third year, the consent kitties will be attending. Unfortunately, things like rape culture and a lack of understanding consent exist in the world she said uh consent keys can both be presence if like a physical presence but they also have a bunch of resources to allow people to read up on what consent is and how to ask questions uh you guys don't define consent <clears throat> you really don't larger conversation they always want to have a conversation uh, alex cook she wrote about she found this newsworthy chad she found this newsworthy would you like to uh, take a gander as to whether alex cook is a good looking gal or not uh, well, if she found it newsworthy, I think we better listen to it. Uh, but uh, I would guess she does not look like somebody no, I would want to. There's a picture of a moose here that's better looking than her. It, <laughs> it, it, it's what you'd expect. It's what you'd expect. What's what's telling is there's no damn thing about the consent kitties, like a website. 
It almost sounds like a parody group, you know, like South Park did the oh, sexual harassment panda, you know. Here's Consent Kitties. Just ask. The website is coming soon. Oh, so they don't have soon. the damn website up. Soon. Soon. Oh, Super Chats, how are we doing there? I uh, got a couple more here. Let's do that. I'm very angry after reading that. I need something happy. Okay. Fake. Let me make sure we got the one before that. Yes, we did. So fake shark bait 700 for $5 says, I think if a 22-year-old woman bangs a 13-year-old, then I guess she goes to church too much. Hmm. I don't get it. Me neither. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, bacon for $5.56 says... Damn, bacon's contributing bacon's, He is. Teachers fuck their teenager students because one, it's a taboo which gets them wet, and okay. two, they have more testosterone in youth than their own suitors. The students do, they're saying. I'm wondering about 13? Come on, I mean, 13? some of them... Some of them might like some of these teachers, you know, they want to, yeah, you want to bang, but I, I thought it was 18. Um, testosterone levels over age. Okay. Uh, as man get older. Uh, all right. Zero to five months. Huh? What's this lower than seven? Okay. 12. Okay. 10 to 11 years old, 130. 12 to 13 year olds, years old, 800. 14 years old, 1200. 15 to 16 year olds, 1200. 17 to 18 year olds, 1200. 19 plus years old, 950. Average adult male. Okay. This isn't adding up at all. You know, I just want a chart. <clears throat> Age, melatonin secretion, 70-year lifespan by age. That's 25. It's still going up. <clears throat> Your testosterone level is still going up to 35. It peaks in the 35 to 44 range, interestingly enough. I thought that was. I thought it started <laughs> to go down as you hit 40. but Oh, that's not. free T, free T. Uh, let's do free T, free testosterone. That's the real level we want. You know who would know about this? Um, who's always pushing that? Sharp and um Cooper would know That's about right. This. Those guys, yeah, these guys would know this. Yeah. For some but, reason, it doesn't start for young boys. Maybe they don't measure young boys. Yeah, they probably don't. Not till you hit. Uh, I was gonna say till you hit puberty, but you know when does that start? Well, you might be right. Here, the highest is nineteen to twenty-four. Yeah, it just looks like a straight town. Really? Yeah. You know why? Because it gets beaten out of us? it gets beaten out of us. Why do men die before women? Because they want to. Because we want to. <laughs> I thought that joke went, why do husbands always die before wives or something like that? Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, did I get... Oh, we got we got to get to Noah Costa here while we got you. Uh, any other super chats? Let's get through those. couple more quick ones. Um, cool. Bacon for $2.23 says, Shout out, safety doc on Masculine Geek this Wednesday. Oh, that'd be interesting. Okay, they got Doc coming on. All right. I like Doc. <laughs> Thank you, Bacon. Which you could find where, Chad? Where can we find Bacon if we wanted to tune in and listen to an evil quarter white man talk about his days and his problems? The goddamn Bacon. 
dot com. com. Um, just as an aside, I was out of the country, but I did catch some of what you the stream you did with TJ, and I did enjoy it. Uh, you did from what I listened to. Oh, I didn't okay, get to cool. hear much of it. Yeah, that got a ton of views for some reason on YouTube. Because it's TJ. He's got People, a great you know beard. what? People like TJ. I think you're right. I I just uh, he's a cool kid. He's uh, you know for a twelve year old boy, he's really smart. He's really <laughs> got some insights. That's. He's in the Northwest too, isn't he? Um, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wizardly wizard for $5. Advantages slash disadvantages of living in a very small town, less than 1,000 population. You don't want to do that. Well, if you got the right personality. Um, advantages, no crime, quiet. Uh, you could really work on yourself. I mean, also, what's it near? I mean, you're near any mountains. I could be in a town of a thousand people if there were mountains nearby and fishing and hiking. But if you put me in Nebraska, that's a thousand people. Oh, God, no. But you need people to like, you need to hang out with people, right? I do. Yes. That seems like it's harder to do that when you just have, you know, a town of less than a thousand people. Yeah. No, that, that's it. like, you'd have to have a personality for it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it also depends on location, but yeah, the cons, you, I mean, once you bang someone, you probably can't bang anybody else. Cause she's either related to them or friends with them. You know, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Kinda, There's only probably like two available women and one of them's fat. So what are you going to do? And the other one's married. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> choose your poison. <laughs> um, that's it for the super chats. Cool. Um, <clears throat> another article where no one looked up anything have you heard about the gal who designed a chair to stop man spreading because once again we need oh. to design rules to to prevent men from just sitting there so maybe your crotch gets a little air <sighs> i did not hear about this but why am i not surprised let me um i'll put this in the chat you take a look at this girl and you tell me if this isn't just like the most man-hating looking woman like look at her face Let's see. It's a UK-based publication, so that's a bad start. Yeah, that is one ugly man jaw there. And it's just the look of supremacy and, like, I'm going to teach you, man. And look at it. It's like she's almost got uh, the uh, – with her chairs right there, it's kind of like these are my torturing devices and I will – again, they want to control you. Is she out building uh, bridges or doing accounting or maybe stopping disease? No. She wants to control other people, so she designed some really shitty looking chairs so men don't manspread. I'm trying I, to find yeah, I see the article. I'm just uh, picture it's right it's the first thing. No, no, I see it. I see it. And she's just hideous, but I was more interested. I guess you're gonna read the article because I'm wondering how this thing even works. Well, it, it for you see how the chair is there? It tapers. Oh, I in. see it. it for, yeah, or okay. it puts a big block of wood in front of your in front of your unit. Yeah, that took a minute to load. Okay, I, I see. Yeah. Guys, I'm not joking. There are women out there of uh, uh, sadly too high a percentage, and I don't know what it is, but it's an unacceptably high percentage of women that hate you. They are just trained to hate you and view you as the enemy. Admittedly, this is anecdotal, but just look at her face. Look at her goddamn face. And they're building chairs to force you to sit. Now, she has no authority. You know, you're not going to, they're not going to force you to, 
but man, could you imagine what this woman would vote for if she ran for public office? Which she likely will because her, again, the number one thing driving her, her decisions is what, Chad? What is the number one thing that drives her and the consent uh, kitty's decisions? I mean, there's a few options here. There's hatred, laziness. Um, Lazy. The laziness of work. They want okay. to avoid work. <clears throat> um, now, also the fact that an article was written about this. You know, this should just be crazy woman should be told to fuck off, frankly. But Layla Laurel, who has graduated from a 3D design and craft degree from the University of Brighton, has won a national prize for her chairs, which prevent manspreading. What's wrong already, Chad? The fact that she the fact that she's getting recognized for this is what I see. Right. Is wrong, but this, yeah, I mean. this tells me, look, if. If it was just some crazy gal hates man builds chair to strap men's balls in. Okay. It's another, you know, um, you know, guy walks down third street, uh, wearing sandals that you might as well write an article about that. But the fact that get a prize, no matter how obscure this prize, and now it's making the news, it's a little more common. This misandry is a little more common than you'd like to admit. It's and, not. And it's the rule. It's the rule. Like that's not only common. This is like, it's this is how things are right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound like a victim, but yeah, this is no, how it is. It, it's going to take a lot of survey data, but I'm real curious how many women at best think men are are to be competed against, and then how many women like this gal just fucking hate men. They fucking hate you. Um, and I don't want to sound like you know the fellow oh, men hate us and we're oppressed. It's not that. It's guys. There are, and it only takes one, only takes one. Um, manspreading is a term which describes the way men sit, often on public transport with their legs wide apart and taking up more than one seat. Layla's chair, a solution for manspreading, is designed so men have to sit with their legs crossed, thus preventing them encroaching on others' space. It won the Belmont Award at New Designers in London, a major showcase of work from UK universities. Now, I'm going to doubt that. I want to know what the Belmont Award is. It's probably That's, fake. <clears throat> we're going to look it up and who's in charge of that. The award is run by Belmont Hotels. Now, all you pussy boys in the United Kingdom, make sure to keep buying from Belmont Hotels. Okay? You keep going there. They hate you, just like Starbucks hates uh, Americans. They hate America. Apple hates Republicans. Silicon Valley, you guys keep going. Keep on buying your Apple products and your Starbucks. Layla Wright said, I'm completely shocked but very happy and honored to have won the Belmont Award. I'm looking forward to designing with them this year. So let's go ahead and take a look at, do we want to look up Belmont Hotels or we want to look up Layla Laurel first? Uh, I wanted to see if this was an, a real actual award first. I was curious about that. Okay, let's look that up. I'm going to look her up here. Let's type in the Belmont Award. That's what I was trying to find here. Belmont.com. I'm not really getting anything with that. No, we're getting there. I'm just going to Belmont.com right now. <clears throat> Live life luxuriously, the sweet life. Uh, looks like a hotel. About. Let's click on about. Oh, I was typing that in wrong. Hmm. We began in 1976 when we received the keys to the legendary Belmont Hotel Capriani in Venice. A year later, we began collecting the carriages for the Venice Simpleton Orient Express, which launched in 1982 to whisk intrepid travelers to 
Lacerinemisia in style. Belmont joined LVHMH Monet Hennessy Louis Vuitton in April of 2019, reinforcing our place among the international leaders in luxury. For 40 years, we have followed our pioneering spirit and pioneering passion. See, passion, it's all good now. For oh, authenticity passion. to recreate and uncover some of the world's greatest travel adventures. Today, our collection include one of a kind hotels, trains, river cruises, and safari lodges in stunning destinations around the globe. Each has an incredible story to tell. Um, experiences, river cruises. It looks like just a. Oh, here's their corporate social responsibility, of course. Oh, those words should never go together. Traveling professionals, careers. I'm just wondering what they're. It probably is a no name. Um, design like competition. Yeah. The new faces of British design. Emerging talent means everything to us. That's why we're sponsoring an award at this year's new designers event and found not just one winner, but two. Belmont's art and design director, Joe Ferry himself, a new designers winner, speaks to them about their past inspirations and futures. Uh, Tony Packman, uh, she made some what looks to be uh, some coasters there. <clears throat> And then there's Matt Collins. He made a blue chair. <laughs> I think they're just looking for new furniture to make everything look chic. I think these kids actually have talent now that I, you know, more than just the chair that makes a man sit with his crush. This gal isn't even mentioned. Weird. Maybe it uh, hasn't been updated or something. Well, here, the Belmont joined a number of big-name brands in sponsoring an award aimed to find fresh designers who create items that capture our spirit of timeless luxury and contemporary flair. Let me ask you something, Chad. Um, luxury, does that mean having your balls sandwiched between your legs? That is not what I typically think about when I think of luxury seating. And believe me, after getting off a red-eye flight, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't even think they know what it is. Um, <clears throat> but by all means, guys, go to the Belmont. Go do that. Um, is it me or does it seem a lot worse over there than it is here with this UK? Stuff? Worse, yeah, definitely yeah. worse. Yeah, I mean, you could go to jail. That um, Count Dankula, he was, yeah. I think he went to jail because he taught his pug how to do the Heil Hitler salute. Oh, right, that yeah. one, yeah, yeah. And you can, there's other been other people that have gone to jail for saying saying the wrong words. Um, jeez, Laura, Laurel. I'm trying to. Is this her? Yeah, 3D designing craft graduate, Laura Laurel. UK. All right, so she's out there in her garden. This is her website. Graduating the summer of 2019, remaining in Brighton, she's continuing her practice and explorations into contemporary furniture design and critical craft. Her work aims to identify, challenge, and explore social problems such as sexism while remaining humorous. And Can you just build a fucking chair? Dude, why does this keep happening? Whether it's like fucking women's winning the World Cup and it all becomes a social issue. You got Serena Williams. She wins a grand uh, slam. It becomes like, you know, a gender issue. Like, why can't they just do stuff and be okay with it? Because, okay, unlike uh, the soccer team and unlike uh, Serena Williams, those people are actually accomplished. She won a grand tour. That's awesome. 
you know, that is an accomplishment, but that's not the majority of people. I've seen this in, in artwork before. Most people have no talent as an artist, so they have to put a political meaning behind it. So it still feels good, but it allows them to do shit work. Um, and right here, feminism in the third dimension. Let's take a look at her furniture or maybe not. I can't even find anything. Photo series. Here's funny. You could see um, she's got a guy, some dope. Actually, she got him to sit in the chair. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, yeah, she got another dope to sit in the chair. Um, I don't see any pictures of her furniture. Just that I just chair. see people, just the chair. Yeah. There's some brushes. She put a lampshade over a fat woman. <laughs> I mean, every guy is soy. Uh, there's a stool. Uh, she doesn't have anything. Oh, there's another chair. This is nothing. I know. There's nothing here. And she knows she has no value or talent, so it's got to be hidden behind you know, feminism. So if you say you have no talent or value, you just hate women. It's like, no, uh, I hate women, but you also have no talent. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't hate women. But yeah, you have no talent or value. <sighs> I mean, keep uh, in mind, everyone's very pissed off right now, but keep in mind, this is all she'll ever be known for. She'll still get a free pass for having like no man. talent or skills. But but really, she's going to go down as the gal who created the man spreading chair. We have such a sick society. That's going to make her famous and a number of no. Purple. That's no. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. It's it's all downhill. She's luckier than most college graduates with 3D design. She got a news article written up about her. <clears throat> From here on out, she's not. She doesn't have the talent to create anything valuable. She's going to keep going down this this route of building crappy furniture. Uh, and so she's going to waste her time. She won't have any real success. I mean, if you look at her website and, and what she's not making, she doesn't have anything up for sale. And all she'll do is just, you know, and she'll be surrounded by soy boys. There's no real men in her life. I'll tell you that. Well, and, one of and, them will wife her up, and she well, won't yeah, be Yeah, but she'll find you, and then, then Chad, no pun intended, Chad will come in. <laughs> You should change your middle name to Thundercock. I think that's a Chad Thundercock Elkins. I think that'd be great. That's the real tragedy behind my name. It's not like I fit that stereotype, you know? <laughs> well, now maybe you do, Mr. International Whore. That's, oh, uh, well. James Bond. Oh, you already talked about how James Bond is now. Yeah, we already hit that. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, and, and, and paralleling that to this, you, you look at uh, movie script writers. They're all out of ideas. All they know is politics, too stealing good things and making them politically correct well yeah but it's just this is it this is her 15 minutes of fame and she will if anyone remembers her it'll be like yeah she's that mean gal who built a chair to force men to cross their legs hmm. you know that, some legacy <laughs> you get it to get it i'm starting to get it yeah the legacy the pun you made you didn't catch i got it no i got it <laughs> Okay, well, what? Uh, let me do some sponsors real quick, including my um, books. Can I? Huh. We just have one quick <coughs> chat. We, no, we, we can wait. Real okay. They can wait. Uh, worthless young person is indispensable guy to choosing the right major. Make sure you don't become like this gal, majoring in graphic design. Bachelor pad economics that is mandatory reading, so you don't end up like somebody who makes ball crushing furniture <laughs> with a degree in design. 
Enjoy the decline. This is how you can enjoy watching the life of people who hate your guts because you're male and want to crush your nuts. Uh, when they go and they grow up and they waste their life and you'll be able to enjoy the decline. The black man's got out of poverty. Again, I wrote this book because I hate black men. I want them to suffer. That's why I have a book on how to get out of poverty. And a favorite book, Curse of the High IQ. Not my favorite book, but it should be yours because all you guys are smart for tuning in. And I'm not joking. That is 100% true. Because if you're still here, that means your brain is open to new ideas and intellectual thought. What else do I got? Uh, oh, hang on. No, where did it go? Had my best of books there somewhere. Uh, if you want to read the best of my blog posts, go to Amazon.com, where all my books can be found, paperback, Kindle, and audio. And look for Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserve, and Love Letters to the Left, which is probably one of my better compilation books because it just eviscerates the left. And it teaches the non-leftist who has to be a host to these parasites how to find some kind of modicum of happiness and joy in life, specifically seeing how miserable the leftists are going to be. So if you want to enjoy the misery of leftists, Get the book, Love Letters to the Left. You can find that on Amazon.com. I already talked about pushing rubber downhill. <clears throat> we'll save the uh, League of Extraordinary podcasts for later. All right, what do we got for um, Super Chats? Well, it's just the one. Um, Bacon asks for $2.23, did you see Crowder's video making women manspread? Do you ever watch Steven Crowder? Do you know no, you I don't have time. It's It's kind of like, do you do you do you go to accounting seminars when you're done with work? No. <laughs> it's like, I I just binge on geek podcasts is really or history podcasts, but yeah, I, I don't. I not I not that I don't like Steve Cry. I think he does a great job. Why why is he man? Why would he do that? It seems a little bit rude. I, I mean, women see. would make man men not man spread, but why would why would he do that? I haven't. I used to watch his show. I haven't seen it in a while, so mm. I missed this too. Oh, you don't um, know what it was? I I, could, I thought he got taken off YouTube. Maybe he's back. I he's don't know. back. I think he, he never got taken off. It was just like one or two videos got demonetized. Um, <clears throat> Let's take a look and see what it says. Come on, you stupid computer. Steve Crowder. Manspreading? Yeah, something like that. Women try manspreading for a week. Oh, that's BuzzFeed. Maybe it's maybe it is off air. Uh, I don't see anything in the chat. Here's one from Steve Crowder. Liberals now claim men get periods too. And here's a soy boy sitting in white khakis with his legs spread, and there's a red spot at his crotch. I <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, college students. Just fuck you. <laughs> just fuck you liberal arts majoring pussies um <clears throat> yeah no I, I i guess he's not on air he's got his own uh video channel so i don't think he has to rely on youtube but i did not see it yeah me neither i don't see it here anything else we good to go no that, that is it with the super oh, chat all right well let's uh maybe round it out here a little bit i got how many more articles do i have um, I'm going to save this for a rant later. Uh, the mainstream media is finally getting hip to the jive that, uh, sugar daddies and sugar babies 
are a thing and that women have been using this to pay off their student loan debt. And the pearl clutchers in the mainstream media are like, oh my God, I'm shocked. Older, richer men are paying younger women for sex. Oh, well, it makes me happy that they're being responsible with it and paying off their student loans with that. I, I agree. I guess we might as well talk about it now. Uh, the, it's always been prostitution. It's all prostitution. One of the most important lessons boys must learn is that it is always prostitution and always has been prostitution. Just because it's, oh, well, you gave the girl money, that's illegal and bad, versus, well, here's a house and half my income and I'll co-sign your loans and I'll pay off your student loans, that's okay because that's barter. But just to show, I mean, and it, it's such a, a thin veil and a hypocritical one where the mainstream media is not like, oh, there are men doing this to these poor girls. Yeah, poor girls making, what, $300 a trip or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you and I know some people that actually use the service in a cheap. Uh, <laughs> Correct. You're not, but they're actually paying off the student loans, doing something women have done, not, not outright whoring, but that's been the deal since and forever. And they're not wasting it on shopping and shit. They're yes. paying back debts. Good yes. for them. And and to act shocked that this is somehow bad or there's a victim. Oh, go fuck yourselves. It is all now. Every once in a while, I will admit, I because I was poor for so long, I did date gals that made more money than me, uh, and it was Dutch. There were some women, but I will tip my hat to some of the Gen X ladies because they did go Dutch. But the vast majority of the gals I've dated, uh, I mean, my God, to get them to pay for something, you got it, guys. You got it. You got to say, hey, thanks for covering this. You're like, hey, it's your turn now. Because if you don't, they'll get into it. And then just to see some of those women peel out their credit card. You know, they had, we had to go to Home Depot. Did I ever tell you about this one time, Chad? No, what happened? You know, okay. <clears throat> so I'm like, it's her, it's her turn to pay. No. First three dates, I paid. Now it's her turn. I say, hey, do you mind covering this? Because I'm an asshole. I don't care because I'm not going to. Oh, okay. So she fumbles in her purse. You know, after a minute, she pulls it out. And then she gets her, her little thing out. And she's trying to get her credit card out. And she couldn't. Because she's never paid for anything. So we had to go down to Home Depot to get pliers so that she could pull out her credit card. And it had what? never seen the light. I'm joking, Chad. That's the joke. Women oh. are so stingy, they rarely actually pay. So you need pliers to pull the damn credit card out of their wallet so they can actually pay. Well, I know so many spoiled women. I thought maybe this wasn't even a joke. Like, <laughs> Well, that's... No, but it. I've seen it. Hmm. You know, it's like... You just think like, okay, women, you got to stand, you know, kind of maybe you offer to pay. It, it happened. It happened a couple of times, being actually honest. But most of the time it was like, hey, thanks for covering this. Hey, you're paying this time. And they get offended. They get so pissed off. I'm like, nope, you are going to carry. You know why, Chad? Do you know why? I do, but I want you to say why. Because women don't need no man, independent, <laughs> strong, fish, fish, bicycle, trademark. And when you actually treat them as equals, they get pissed off. And so I, it is, for the most part, I guarantee you guys, if you were to have Chad add up the cash flows between you and your girlfriend paying, you are paying thrice for every one time they pay. 
And it's not necessarily bad because that's the way it's been. But men have always paid for sex. You pay with outright money. You pay with fucking time. You pay with your labor. You got to pick them up. All that other shit. You got to figure out what to do. They literally sit and just take the attention. And then maybe if you're lucky, after 10 dates, you might have some sex. And that's that's more expensive than than seeking arrangements. So now the world's shocked that this brilliant guy who comes up with the website Seeking Arrangements says, hmm, <clears throat> there's some successful men in the 30s, 40s, and 50s making hundreds of dollars an hour who don't have the fucking time or patience to be chasing after tail. These girls have debts. Maybe I can make a commission off of this. The guy's brilliant. Doing what has been done since time immemorial. He created an efficient, fair market. He, it, it's so brilliant what he did. He created, he made it legal because it's not prostitution. It's just friends. <laughs> he made it so he's a pimp. He made it so he doesn't actually actually got to go be a pimp and beat people for money and jobs that don't pay. <clears throat> and he's gotten a commission off of the biggest transaction in the history of the world. He is making a commission on transactions on the largest market in the world. Brilliant. Just brilliant. He did it with a website. With a fucking website. <laughs> World oldest profession. World oldest profession with internet technology and the pearl clutches at CNN and all these liberal leftists where well, we want to liberate women to do whatever. <gasps> did you know rich men are using their resources to get sex? <gasps> oh. Shut the, I mean, it's worse than, it's worse than the, the, the religious right in the eighties of the 700 club freaking out about premarital sex or dungeons and dragons. All you hypocrites go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so here, God, you know, every guy's a John, every gal's a whore. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because that's what it's always been. As an economist, I'm just. I'm just amazed. Don't you find that philosophically interesting where it's like you can barter, you can buy a girl $300 of steak, martinis, and this and that. But the second you give her three $100 bills, that's illegal and you got jail time. Because it removes the power, the advantage that a lot, I won't say everyone, some women have had, and it creates a more level playing field. What do you mean? Say? What, what power? You're the one still handing over the money. Maybe You know what it is? It removes the veneer. It removes the lie. That yeah, this is I, prostitution. That's, that's what it what is. That's what I meant to say was that you can do this now. You don't have to like dance around it. Like right. I'm not a whore. Here. He just paid for my car, paid for my cell phone, bought me three luxury dinners, and got me a hotel room. He bought because yeah. he likes me. I, I, are they that vain? Are they? Are, do they lie to themselves that much? Probably some do. But well, wait. We are talking about women, right? Yeah, the <laughs> ones who believe they're going to major in sociology and they're going to succeed because they're passionate. Never mind. You're right, Chad. I've, I answered my own uh, yeah, stupid question. Uh, Operation Evil targets women. And I, I won't <laughs> lie to you. The, the biggest, the biggest, tar- it's not only women, but the biggest target market is women because they're the biggest consumers of life. Never mind. I, I, I'm foolishly, I should have, I answered my own damn question. I don't, I, I've had clients who are prostitutes. Um, and I don't say that in the pejorative sense. Um, and I'm like, God bless you. You make more than I do. Shit, if I could make that much, I would too. Uh, I'm all for it. Go, do. You know, make sure you're protected and no STDs and, um, you know, mental health and all that other stuff. Fine, go. 
But the ones that like, well, I got bought. I, I want a rich man. Just the fact you want a rich guy. Well, isn't that kind of going after money? Isn't that kind of, oh, no, he bought me things. Like, that's the same shit. Well, I've told you about what some of my <laughs> clients do. So, yeah, but they don't seem, they seem okay with it. Sure. They, they, yeah. And I, I give them more uh, respect in terms of like, yeah, this is what I do. And they don't have any shame, nor should they have any shame. Um, hmm. But the frauds, the hypocrites, they got to protect their pride and their ego. It's like, no, no, you're pretty much a whore. You're pretty. And at least there's honest whores and they're lying whores, but everyone's a whore and everyone's a John. And, and you could lie to yourself all you about the best you can hope for to sanctify it is marriage. That's about the only way. But the husband's still a John and the wife is still a whore. Don't fucking tell me no goddamn different. <laughs> kind of puts a whole new. <laughs> there's the, the, the pastor marrying Leah here to wed Charlie and Amy. And just thinking like John and whore. Just replace John and whore with their name every time you hear the pastor say that. <laughs> all right, that wasn't dark at all. That wasn't dark at all. That one's well, closed. All right, I think I'm done. There's only one more article I got to kind of go through. Well, Bacon wants to know why we don't take women seriously for $2.53. I have, I have, take, you got to judge people on individual level. I know I'm generalizing, I'm generalizing. I take women and men on individual levels because I have met women who are engineers and doctors and accountants and great things and blah, 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 blah. You have met some of these women <clears throat> I've had in my life uh, that are high quality women. Um, sure. Yeah, they're not, but it's got to be on an individual level. But then when I, when I see, again, the mainstream, that's what I like lie just lie to our face and act like they're they're offended and they that umbrage has been caused shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up <laughs> any other super chats is that it that looks like it's it cool all right um you want to do an asshole consulting request because they requested you sure let's take a break i gotta gargle again i'm, I'm getting very angry all right all right all right How can I tell her I love her? You could tell her by buying her things, but not giving her money because then that would be prostitution. Oh, giving her right, things right. says I love. <laughs> giving her money? Well, you fucking rat bastard. How dare you How that? dare you? What kind of woman do you Don't think you have I have any am? respect? Come Jesus. But that's my favorite. Every guy bailing these women out of their degrees when they marry them. What in fuck's name is that? Mm, I see that more than you might think. I've seen it on my team more than I like to admit. And I'm just going to... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Noah, 
our good buddy Noah, who donates money occasionally here. Sure. Uh, he sent in this request, so maybe he's still listening. I don't have to send him an email. Noah, let us know if you're hearing this so I can just save me a minute of my time. Hey, asshole, Noah here, a frequent listener, customer, super chat donator. After wandering the desert for a while and dipping my toe in various fields since I was 18, now 22, I've decided that I want to commit to majoring in accounting. Plan on joining the military as an officer once I get the degree, but if I somehow cannot get the commission of my uh, commission, my life will not be over. My question to you and Chad, if possible, if not, this is okay, is this. If I go to Western Governors University, will their degree hold the same for employers such as the big four and other medium-sized accounting firms? In addition, I know it does not matter where I get the bachelor's for the CPA, but do you also recommend getting the master's degree online as well? Also, are these degrees, online degrees frowned upon by accounting firms if I wanted to get a job post-graduation without a CPA? I know for the military, they just want to see accreditation, which is where I want to go right after Western Governors University for the bachelor's program. However, <clears throat> if I do not get in, I want to get a job in an accounting firm and attack the CPA while getting a master's. Thank you, guys. And by the way, last chat, you asked why I was at a club asking out girls. And I was going to say I was there because a friend invited me. And since he's about a nine and has also never been, I figured it would not hurt since he could be a wingman. Needless to say, he couldn't get anyone either, not even the ugliest people there, and we just left. It was a one-and-done experience I could cross off. Girls are that, that stuck up these days, even the fat ones. Wow. Jeez. That good looking. All right, online degrees, both bachelor's and master's. Do the CPA firms care? Uh, he's not going to get into big four with, with that. I, uh, does he want, did he say if he wanted to do that or he just wants to he get said, a job? He said big four or medium accounting firms. Um, he's not getting into big four that way. Um, he might get into some of the medium accounting firms just because of his background, you know, mm -hmm. his, his service. But I mean, I, I'm all about getting your degree cheaply, but you know, Western governors is fine. I'm sure. But you are going to get judged for that. I hate to say it. What, okay, then let me ask you this. Just because it's online, or does he have to avoid other state schools as well? Like no, if, he went, if he went to Chico State, you know, the, the standard L crap school of the California system, uh, you know, just Chico State, and he got his degree, would that be fine? This, so I'm not a recruiter. This is just what I hear. You know, it's mm -hmm. sort of keep my ear to the ground. It's harder for these accounting firms to really verify your ability to do the job if it's an online school. Okay. That's, that's not me saying that online schools are bad. I'm really not saying that. I'm just saying some of these accounting firms, you know, if they want to hire you, they want to invest in you and get you to pass the CPA and all that. Um, it's honestly a tough one, man. I don't want to tell them not to do it. Um, but I think it'd be hard for him to get a really good accounting job just right after school. What if he got his undergrad at Western Governors and then went to a legitimate, you know, quote unquote, uh, physical school for his master's degree in accounting? That would help. Um, right. Because, you know, if you do want to sit for the CPA exam, you have to basically get a master's now. Right. I would wonder, is is that going to be harder for him to get into a legit program if he did an online program? Um, I don't know about that. But the the real issue is online versus not, correct? Yeah, yeah. like that's what, I, that's what I'm sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what I'm having some trouble with. Um, well, because as long as it's, okay, I would say taking that approach, get your bachelor's degree online, uh, then go to a physical school 
with a master's in accountancy, which will probably take you. That shouldn't be too hard, whether you have an online undergrad or not. And then the CPA firm is going to look, oh, you're at a physical school getting your master's in accountancy. So your undergrad would almost be moot. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, you know, I wonder if it's going to be harder for him to get into like, it, it doesn't matter as much where you get your graduate degree from, but I think it would sort of matter if you're coming from online, you know, you want to make that grad program as, as good as you can. You want to play the odds a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what if he got his CPA before he started applying? With that, then he's got his CPA and now it's moot. The the CPA well, you, firm would hire him. You can't actually. You might not know this. You can't actually get your CPA until you have um, you've passed all the exams and you have work experience. So, all right. Theoretically, that's not possible, and he wouldn't be able to sit for the exams either because he'd have to knock out, you know, get get that master's and be able to sit for it. It's a tough one, man, because I don't want to insult online schools. Um, No, and I hate physical ones. Exactly. Most of them suck just as much. Right. And physical, uh, uh, the Western Governors University, I believe they're just as good as any other degree. They're credited. They've been accredited. They've been there the longest, um, as along with like ASU Online and a handful of others. Um, You won't I won't say that differently. I'm thinking more what recruiters at these firms might feel, you know? You know what? I would I would have them do this, make the phone call to the recruiter, say, okay, look, do you care online or not? And and call a bunch of them. You know, call the big four, call the local ones, find out, look, does it matter if I go online or not? You know? And if they say yes, well, there's your answer. Um, You've heard me say so many times, get that CPA for as quick as you can, as cheap as you can. Mm-hmm. So really, the CPA cures all. It doesn't matter where the hell you went to school after that. I'm just concerned about his ability to get that job, you know, to get the right mid, to get the year experience. Yeah. yeah, he won't get into big four, but he could still get a job and get that experience. But the sounds of it, you don't want anyone to go to the big four. <laughs> it's one of those things where you sell your soul to the devil and um, it'll help you later in your career, but you're going to pay for it. Yes, mm-hmm. you are. Yep. Um, I'm just warning Wally's in. If he gets into the military, he just slowly gets his bachelor's, or I'm sorry, his master's degree. Me personally, I, <clears throat> I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this. I'd get your online undergrad through Western Governors. Um, well, first thing, call up all the recruiters. That's I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought about that. That's a good idea. Call them up, find out. And if they're like universal, then you'll have your answer, not just me and, and Chad, you know, with our dopey guesses. But if they're like him and Han, then they don't know. I'd say get your undergrad at Western Governors. And then while you're in the military, um, get your master's degree at a physical quote unquote university. Even if it's online, like, you know, the Carl Cisco management would be a perfect place. You don't have to tell them it was online. <laughs> <laughs> Just say I got my master's in accountancy. You don't have to say online. That's as long as a good point. I wonder yeah. if they distinguish that in the transcripts. As long as it's offered by a an accredited school maybe it's online you just you know yeah university of ohio dayton you know masters in accountancy and you don't mention it was online and if he's uh, with the military that can only help him um maybe i'm being a little bit harsh to online here i think it's a good idea to do research talk to some of the different people at different companies yeah yeah so that's what i would do um let me take a look back at the end uh 
Um, garbage. 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 Kindle keeps... Oh, Kindle has just become a Nazi. Um, if you don't fix typos and errors, they'll remind you every week of every typo and error that's been reported. Ugh. It's delete, delete, delete. It's it's like, is it offline? It's not okay. Delete, 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 delete. And it's just this nagging English teacher that wouldn't die, just would not die. Uh, so so bacon for five dollars fifty six cents <laughs> says, keep in mind, recruiters have a quota to fill, and they're not on the hook for whatever they promise you once you sign your life to the government. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, did. Did he give you any other details about, you know, his background, if you're catching my drift? Bacon? No, the guy who wrote the... Um, no, the... no, he did not. No. Okay. I think we answered it. I think we answered it. I just... Okay. I'm just going through everything here. Um, We got that. We got that. That is done. That is done. Any other super chats? Are we clear to go there? We are clear for takeoff. Awesome. All right. Let's all go home and work out and enjoy life. Chad, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. If you would like to help out <clears throat> the show and the channel, we have a nice website called olderbrother.com slash donate. You go there, you could go ahead and donate to PayPal. You get nothing in exchange. You can become a Patreon member uh, for a dollar a month, I think is the cheapest. And you get access to the stuff behind the paywall, which includes Sanity is the Future of Wealth and pinup pictures of Mary Jo. Uh, and then if you don't want to do that, uh, and you don't want to spend money and get nothing in return, you can always use my Amazon affiliate program, which is also located at olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner and then you just do your shopping and everything you buy, get a six to 7% commission or cut and you do not pay anything extra. And that is the best way, the cheapest way, the freest way for you to uh, support the captain because it doesn't cost you anything more vote, subscribe, comment, share, and like, uh, go write reviews of books that you have bought, but didn't write a review. It helps out the most. That also doesn't cost anything but your time, but that's all we have. Check your nuts for testicular cancer boys, because it's the most curable form of cancer for men. Chad, go ahead. Tell people about your stuff. Well, before I do that, Mm. Wizardly oh. Wizard for five dollars. He would do that to us. He would totally do that to us. <laughs> well, he wants to know. This is a rather broad question. Why are normies so loud, obnoxious, and aggressive? They make me feel uncomfortable. Because they have nothing of value. They have to make themselves distinguish. Like, okay, <clears throat> have you ever walked into a bar and there's that cackle? I call them a cackle. I don't know what the unit measurement officially is. But there's a cackle of 40 to 50-something-year-old women drinking wine, getting drunk, and they're louder than hell. Believe it or not, that happens at O'Shaughnessy's. Yeah. No, but you've you've seen yeah. that phenomenon, oh, yeah. right? Oh, okay. yeah. I think everybody has. That is, is there anything more background, more normal, more unmentionable, more common than overweight middle-aged women? I mean, that would be a, a, we'd have quite the selection if they were livestock. Yeah, they're they're the most boring thing. They're not young or pretty anymore. Uh, they're not necessarily old. Like, oh, look at the old grandma lady, man. I got <clears throat> their background. You don't notice them. It's like when sure. you're walking down the street, you only see really good looking people. You know, like, oh, look at that guy. He's ripped. I wish I had muscles like him. I wonder what his workout routine is. Look at that. He's, he's short notable. hair. Yeah, short hair. Right. Uh, and then hot girls are like, dang, I like to bang that. Or particularly ugly. 
be like, <laughs> God almighty, look at the purple hair on that one. You, I guarantee you, you cannot describe to me the last middle-aged looking woman at the grocery store, what she looked like, because it just doesn't register. And since they're invisible, particularly to men, they got to let everybody know that they're there. Even though they're the most common commodity, not even a commodity, it's, it's slag. It's worth, there's nothing, it's nothing. It's societal slag. We just get rid of there's nothing. They got to let you know they're there. And it's the same thing with normies. They got to wear their Green Bay Packer hat. <laughs> yeah. They got to wear their sports ball jersey. They got to like cheer on and be really loud. They, because what else have they got? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Normies are going to, like, they're, they'll wear, you know, why do they wear designer clothes? Look at me, I got designer clothes. <laughs> why, why do normies get fancy cars they can barely afford? They got to stand out. Because there's nothing else of value that they got. So that's, that's why normies are loud. And they are annoying. They're very annoying. Uh, we just went to dinner this past weekend, and it, there was a wedding and a reunion. Two DJs. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. It was it was bad. But yeah, that's that's what they do. They woo. Remember how they woo? They woo a lot. There's a lot of woo. Woo. Um, so there, there you go. That's why normies have to be loud. We got three more super chats. That's fine by me. As long as people keep paying, I'll keep playing. Okay. First is our old buddy Atham. Atham. Grande. Um when will Elkins and for two bucks? When will Elkins and Clary get their ass to Vegas? When are you going to Vegas again? Uh, I might be going in August, uh, Ooh, first that's... week of August. Woo! Gonna be hot there. It's gonna be hot there, but it's hot and muggy here, so it's actually probably gonna be better out there. It's ninety here in Chicago. Yeah, um, no, it's it's not it's not nice. <clears throat> uh, bacon for two dollars and twenty three cents. Last shot advice for dating teachers they're hot they're cute they're dumb some are smart every once in a while they run into a cool one it's possible don't necessarily discount it either there are you know i'm, I'm really hard on the teachers but there are non-socialist non-communist ones who who do like men um also keep in mind uh for all the ripping apart of teachers we do they are motherly at least there are some that are motherly going there for their motherly instincts so some can provide quality female material and it just so happens they disproportionately employ most 20 something women um so i mean it's don't don't have a policy against it it's like saying i'm not going to date a democrat in my 20s well it's like you got no choice man because that's what they all are but there are some women in um who, who teach that are uh, worth just you know find out quickly and if they happen to be you know quality conservative or at least non-leftist ones yeah it, it's possible uh, if there's might, any high school boys listening to this, they might, you know, bang you too. Bang you, yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or your teacher will do it for you because you won't have a choice, and then she'll go to jail. Sure. Uh, yeah, so there's my advice for dating the teacher. teachers. Almost uh, never to be ranked leftist feminist, so you don't have to worry about it. You know, have you ever met a Republican teacher? I never yeah. have. have I, no, I've, I've, I've met, yeah, several because they come in, and they'll do it. And, no, I've met male and female. Um, there's, no. I don't want to say there's more than you'd think because there's not, but it's kind of nice to hear when you see them. Um, and a lot of them, I think, maybe go in as Democrats, but after they see what the public uh, school in the state does, they quickly change their tune. Hmm. Um, but yeah, not no, they're, they're out there. Yeah, they're out there. 
Not in this city. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, Nick Schulander for $1.99 says, Bacon and I are still waiting on the Pacific Northwest uh, podcast. Cool. Next super chat. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to answer that it. again. Jesus Christ. I'm not married. <laughs> um, all right. That's it. Cool. All right. Where can people find you? You can find me at elkinscpa.com. You can also go to Amazon. And my dad and I uh, collaborate on the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide every year. So if you're interested, take a look. Wonderful. All right. Would you take us out appropriately, please? Toodles.